Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It was like the scene out of a movie, which is ironic because that was sort of the ceremony that was going on to celebrate those things. And then everything else, all hell broke loose. We'll explain what we mean by that coming up here in just a couple of minutes. That guy there is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app, and we come to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Brady Quinn, my man, new start time. How we feeling? Uh, terrible. Terrible about the start time. Not a fan. <laughs> uh, and I got to tell you, Jonas, I'm in a salty mood, okay, because I have officially been eliminated from our bra- bracket challenge. Uh, apparently Duke forgot they probably have the first overall pick, or let's just say top two, um, best player in college basketball, best NBA prospect on their team. And uh, in overtime, they just uh, neglected to really get him the basketball. So uh, so Duke lost, and uh, I'm out of our bracket challenge, although I've got to say that that's 
you know, not really saying much because you've been out basically since the uh, tournament began. Oh, I've been out since 2014. Yeah, the, I, I did not even get an opportunity because, as we alluded to last week, somebody went in and jobbed me out of one did half of my bracket. Did you ever figure that out? No, I didn't. Because no, weird. Because nobody's got weird. the balls to just step up and say, it was me, we were scared to death of you, and it pisses me off because I had all four of these teams as my final four picks. Really? Yeah. Loyola, you know Chicago. You know what's crazy about that, yeah. then? I saw a stat, and the stat said that, <laughs> get this, you must be in this, this group, okay? Yeah. Only .00003% of people had that Final Four. Well, you must be in that group. That's ridiculous. I mean, uh, look, there's a reason that there was an effort made to try and eliminate me early on from contention, because as I told you last week, Every single March, while everybody else is preparing their taxes so they can figure out whether or not they can afford a rent or a meal this next couple of months, I am busy taking souls in bracket challenges. I did it growing up. Uh, I've done it here at Fox Sports Radio. You name it, that's what I do. People knew that. That's why they wanted to get rid of me early on. So just correct me if I'm wrong in saying this too, but... Just so you understand it, like if there's like 300 million people in this country, I don't even know if that number is accurate or not, mm-hmm. but let's just say for argument's sake, we're going to go off 300 million people. 0.00003% is 90 people. So you are one of 90 people. Yeah. If there was 300 million brackets filled out, you would have got that final four well, correct. Here's the more amazing part about that. So 90 brackets got this yep. final four, right? Yeah. I filled out 89. So wow. I did the duplicate bracket 89 different times. So I don't even know who the other person is. I don't believe that that person exists. I think they just rounded up to try and make somebody else feel good. Well, this is just you know the reality, man. I'm not here I, spinning yarns. I have one name that I think it could be. Yeah? Who's that? Live Bet Jesus. Yeah, I can the only reason you. why it definitely wasn't <laughs> yeah. is because that guy can't get, a, get anything right. Tell, <laughs> he, tell he me about it. can't get anything right. Uh, tell me about it. It is, uh, it is uh, Slim Pickens, but Live Bet Jesus will be here regardless of the uh, time change here <laughs> uh, later on this hour. Uh, not a whole lot going on, so he will dig into the corpses that are left on a Sunday night sports schedule to, uh, to make his pick. You know, Brady, so we moved this new start time. Yeah. And uh, I think people should, shouldn't be really surprised by it. So the new start time is 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio every Sunday. Uh, what time six, Pacific? 6 to 9. Okay. Pacific time here on Fox Sports Radio every Sunday. So you, can, uh, you all can uh, handle that as you please. But I think that that is noteworthy because I want to take you back to something. You ever seen the movie Casino? Yeah. The, it's been a while, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know the part where um, Ace... Robert De Niro tries to give the guy the pen back and he starts clowning him. And then Joe Pesci comes over and he starts stabbing the guy with the pen and, and he beats his ass at the bar. You remember that? Yeah. Like one of the lines that Joe Pesci says to Robert De Niro, whose name in the, in the movie is Ace Rothstein. One of the lines that he's saying is, you hear that, Ace? You hear that? You hear a little girl crying? You hear a little girl crying? You hear that, Brady? Hear a little girl crying? It was the Oscars because we gave them a beating a couple of weeks ago when they lined up 5 to 8 Pacific, 8 to 11 Eastern time with this show. We gave them the beating of their life. They begged. They pleaded. They contacted Fox Sports Radio. We submit. We surrender. We give up. Please just give us an hour not to have to go head to head with Knox and Quinn. And so Fox Sports Radio being the good, decent human beings that they are, they decided to give the baby their bottle. And that's why we're here six to nine. 
How's can that? we bring in an expert for this? Can we bring in DeSager? Okay, yeah, he would Oscar know, Insider, and obviously this, this affects him as well. It impacts him as well. <laughs> what, can lying? we bring him in on this? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He had, uh, what was it, 89 perfect brackets, mm-hmm. and it was our beating the Oscars in the rating that yes. caused the show to move one whole hour. Yes. Yes, yeah. uh, absolutely. Sure. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, what, like, well, hey, look, if DeSager says that it must be true, like, so yeah, I, I'm okay. going to go ahead and like, go with DeSager on like, this I, Look, if I want it, like, I'm not going to come up on the show and just start lying. To open the segment, I would never do that. So I want. I no, want, you I want wait to... till segment two yes, and three. Of yeah. course. So <laughs> now I've got a little bit of decency here. So, but uh, but Steve Desager will be here throughout the uh, remainder of the show. Brady's going to be here. I'm going to be here. We got Bobo, Eric Roberts, and of course all of you, the uh, the millions and millions of you uh, that cannot cannot let this show go. An hour is not going to affect the way you listen to this show. I can assure you. Um. That's bizarre. What, what what was that? I don't I don't know. Apparently, did we, somebody did we crop or edit that uh, uh, that drop. I, I have no close? idea. Somebody must have played one of your voicemails. Uh, I think on the air, and that's that's a little disturbing altogether. But this is sort of uh, for those of you that haven't heard the show before. This is kind of what the show's like. Wait, it goes off wait, the rails wait, in a hurry. Wait, and uh, did you take one of my voice notes I left you? No. You send okay. It? First of all, I would never do that. I would never do that. Our walkie talkies? No, I would never mess with our walkie talkies. <laughs> Not doing that, man. Brady and I are really into the walkie talkie thing. Little leaving voice notes to each other. Uh, Bobo, our technical producer. What was the what was the drop that you played? Okay, yeah. So that's Brady Quinn uh, nearly getting us fired a couple of weeks ago, uh, making a perverted reference on the air. So. Okay, <laughs> or anything else for that matter. Yeah, um, in case you can't can't tell, I had some time before the show to download some drops. Uh. We did okay. an extra hour. Yeah, you? yeah. Right. Well, listen. Uh, it's like I said, Brady. Hear a little girl. Hear a little girl crying. It was the Oscars. They begged us to give them that hour back. That's all right. Uh, all right. So the final four set, Brady Quinn. The final four. We know who the final four teams. I want to just get your overall assessment. Give me your overall assessment of the final four uh, next week in San Antonio. It's going to be Loyola Chicago versus Michigan and Villanova versus Kansas. Um, I'll just say I think the NCAA tournament committee would probably prefer that uh, Villanova and Kansas were separated for those first two games. Uh, oh, maybe uh, so Jonas, they could get some big we, games there. We just saw the. We're going to see the final four. We saw part of it today at 5 p.m. between Kansas and Duke, and then we're going to see essentially the championship in, in the semifinal game between Villanova and Kansas. Like those are the best games we're going to see, and they better hope, by the way, that it's Michigan. That comes out. It's not Loyola, <laughs> Chicago. Okay, I know. I know they have like a sixteen thousand student, um, you know, population at right. their school, and they're in Chicago, which is a big market and all that. But no one wants to watch that. Like, you need big brands. You've got to have. Look, they're probably hoping for Kansas, Michigan. Like, that would be probably the best scenario. Yeah, I, Villanova is the best team in the tournament I've seen. No, they are. Like, they're probably the best team, but that doesn't mean you get the best ratings. That doesn't mean you end up getting the most attention. That's ultimately what I think the NCAA would want out of this is to get the most attention, the most, the highest rated numbers if they could. Everyone cares about that at this point. Like, as much as we love the upsets and all that, that when you get to this point and you're trying to determine who your champion is – that that's not necessarily and, what you want to see, especially and, not if it's going to be a blowout. And 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 I I don't know if I can stomach another Philadelphia champion. Uh, I, I'm going to need a little bit of time before I have to deal with one of those again. I don't know if I can stomach that because I don't want to I don't want to you know go on my phone and flip through Twitter over a beer 
and see a guy bent down eating horse crap off the streets. Okay, so I've seen you, that once. You, I don't need to see it. You've again. got some real issues with some of the, the four teams left in the uh, in the final four. Like, <laughs> there's something that really bothers you about Loyola Chicago. Uh, no, I, I don't. I have no problem with Loyola Chicago. No, I've got something that really bothers you about that team. What what is, what bothers me about that? Something team? that rhymes with team, like Sister Jean. Oh no no I don't like no, okay okay I don't have an issue <laughs> with Sister Jean. I Get don't. Out there. I, I've never. I've Tell never, the truth. Okay, I've never ever said that I had an issue with Sister Jean. I just talked to somebody that I trust who is lived in Chicago sixty plus years, and I'm not going to give his name out on the air because I don't want, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Mike North. And he told me his name's Mike North. Yeah, Mike North, radio legend, Chicago sports radio legend. Come on, man. Oh, that's who you're talking yes. about. Yes. Um. So he told me I was a porn star. No, <laughs> no, that's uh, sounds. A I believe that's bit... Peter. Uh, <laughs> that's no relation. Okay. Sorry, I switched up the Mike and Peter. I knew it was like one of those basic names. <laughs> All right. you know? Oh boy. Um. But but I he, I have just you know I've heard some stories. That's all. Now I I don't know I don't know details, but she seems to be a wonderful woman. I think it's a great story. And hey, they're playing pretty good basketball, man. <laughs> they're shooting lights out. Oh, I mean, if, and, if, and, if and offensively like they're that. great. <laughs> offensively they're they're great, and they do, they do a really good job at that end of the floor. This is How's that for some this is why now? you liked getting bumped back to to nine p.m. East Coast six to nine. Pacific. Oh, you you ain't seen nothing yet. Come on. <laughs> Now I know you're not nor, not used to working these late hours here at Fox Sports Radio. I have this is my habitat. This is my natural habitat. I can't operate when there's still sunlight out, but when the sunlight goes down and the street lights go on, it's going down, Brady. You and I getting nasty, <laughs> getting dirty. I, 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 I don't want wild. any part of that. I don't want any part of that. All right. Come on, man. Just just uh, slam a cup of coffee and forget about the bracket. Let's just let her rip for the next three hours. I'm depressed though because it wasn't even about a bet. It's like more about the bracket challenge that we had. And again, I already beat you because you were just negligent to even fill out your bracket. But there was other people who joined our bracket that it was all about pride, and I just wanted to beat those people. And literally. It was going to come down to Duke versus Villanova, but Duke couldn't even get to the Final Four. That was what was frustrating. And you cannot tell me that two issues I have in overtime, okay? Like, first off, the game never should have got to that point. The fact that Carter had the the ball three feet from the basket and ends up throwing up a hook shot that doesn't even hit rim. Didn't he look gassed? unbelievable. He looked like no legs or no energy. If I'm an NBA scout and I'm looking at that, I'm going, man, you got to get in better shape because he looked totally gassed towards the end of that game. They they have played a lot of basketball at this point in the year. I I just – No, excuses are like – never mind. (laughs) But in in all seriousness, like surviving the tournament to this point, especially the gauntlet that they had to go through, um, that has a lot more to do with kind of conditioning, how much rest those guys are getting and everything else. I just, I thought overall, like one, they needed to break out of the zone a little bit sooner. Okay. Like I I have no idea why they didn't want to match up at some point um, with Malik Newman. Like, how do you allow him to score the first nine points for Kansas in overtime? At some point, you've got to change. You've got to do something, and you've got to put someone on man-to-man. Like, I don't even care if you go box and one, and you just have someone trailing the whole time, and you, if you still really want to play zone that bad. But you just can't allow that guy to roam around and be able to hit shots and all of a sudden gain all the momentum. Like, thank God, if you're a Duke fan, you had to have been a little bit okay with, even though the call didn't go your way, 
But when they initially they, they kind of reviewed that uh, the one ball that went out of bounds, they weren't sure which which player it hit. Oh, I thought it went um, out on Kansas. Well, they had called it out on Kansas initially, and then they ended up you know changing the call. But so much time had kind of taken place. I was kind of sitting there watching it, thinking, you know what, like. Obviously, Duke would like to have the basketball, but if they don't, it's not the worst thing in the world because Kansas has started to build up momentum where, you know, it looked like Duke should have won that game. And, and all of a sudden, the way Kansas was able to kind of close and come up with, I don't want to say a lucky shot, it was a great shot, um, but and with Grayson Allen not being able to kind of finish on, on his last-second shot, it just, you know, all the momentum started to swing Kansas' way in overtime, but it really was a lack of adjustments by Duke. Well, I mean, I'm not here to bully Coach Krzyzewski. Uh, I, I, I don't want to take part in that. That's not the type of radio I to do. Look, how many touches did Marvin Bagley get in overtime? No, I, I get and, and also the Wendell Carter, the uh, foul on Wendell Carter that fouled him out was a terrible call. See, that was a challenge. Uh, that, you know what, that call. one, I, there was a couple calls, though, that I thought went kind of Duke's way, and, and I know people had an issue with it. I kind of thought his right foot was, like, sliding still as, as the uh, – uh, I can't remember who was driving to the hole, but like as they made contact, it still looked like he may have been moving. So I, I was I was kind of okay with that, to be honest with you. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, uh, Brady and I are going to disagree on something. It's, it could turn into a major sports scandal if Brady's theory is correct. Find out what we're talking about next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up here in just... A minute. Brady and I are going to disagree on something that could end up, if Brady has his way, in a major sports scandal. All right, so we will get to that here in just a minute here on Fox Sports Radio. I do want to tell you about Hooters, though. <laughs> Come on, let's keep it together. You got to get to <laughs> just, you, just you, the way you let into that. Like, do tell. You've got to get to Hooters. And try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many at Hooters. <laughs> so, Brady, uh, I don't know if you happen to see the Florida State-Michigan game from Saturday night. I don't know if you were watching that if, uh, or, or you might have been watching the Golf Channel. For some reason, you watch golf, uh, which is you know, just a, a giant waste of time. So, just Brady... Uh, we sidetrack for a second. Why not? In regards to golf. Yeah. What is with? I mean, is is that a like fashion thing now? Where we're just buttoning the top button of of a polo or a collared shirt? It's really lame. Is that is that like the new fashion thing that people are doing now? I, I don't go more than halfway up on my zipper sweaters or my jackets or my shirts. True story. Bobo could, Bobo, our tech producer, could step inside my shirt right now. That's how low it is. I, I'm going to pass on that glorious opportunity. Right, well, <laughs> do it blindfolded. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, I mean, who can button that top button? I can't. No, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's very bizarre. The uh, the Bubba Watson going all the way up, like it's like that, uh, like a Cholo song, like a Cholo video where he's got to put I his arms like up, a, yeah, yeah I, side I to that. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, <laughs> we got to play that at some point. What a bad song. But yeah, it's it's a lot like that, <laughs> except uh, except he's not. Uh, he doesn't look like that. But you know. Listen, that's that's it's uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, can we can we yeah. talk about anything other than golf tonight? Anything yeah, other than that. golf? Yeah. All right. yeah. That's the last time we'll reference golf. Okay. okay. Last time. Now, Brady Quinn. The end of the Michigan Florida State game was very controversial on Saturday oh. night because with Florida State uh, a little under eleven seconds left, Michigan up by four, gets the ball, 
And Florida State, for whatever reason, Leonard Hamilton, the head coach, waved him off and said, don't foul. You would think at that point, extend the game, force Michigan to make free throws, and try and continue and extend your season for as long as possible. But Leonard Hamilton, for whatever reason, decided he didn't want to go in that direction. Now, before we get into the theories, because I have a belief and Brady has a belief, let's hear the what some people are calling the, quote, awkward post-game conversation between Dana Jacobson of CBS and Florida State head coach Leonard Hamilton. Coach, take me through the final seconds of this game. Why didn't you guys foul? Uh, what are you talking about? Down the stretch there, the end of the game, the final seconds, 11 seconds left on the clock. Do you think that the game came down to the final seconds of the game? I'm asking you, though, why that decision in the final seconds of the game? The game was over. You didn't think your guys could get back in it, put them on the line you if they but, miss those shots? I mean, but 15 seconds clock, what, what, what were we down? Put them on the line, they miss a few shots. Coach, a four-point ball game, it's a question that, that the guys were asking at the end of our game. That's all I'm asking. It didn't come down to that in your mind. So that was Leonard Hamilton, Florida State head coach, uh, last night after the game. Now, this is noteworthy because the betting line for a lot of people was four and a half. So... Of course, you've got some out there that are saying the fix is in. Uh, he had money on the game. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> why wouldn't you foul and extend? Like it, it, it does. It's very, very bizarre. What do you believe happened in that moment with Leonard Hamilton? I, I just think it was bottom line poor coaching. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to put it because to, to sit there and say with what was it, eleven seconds, ten seconds left, being down by four, you don't have a chance to win is wrong it's a lie okay so let's just do this Jonas let's for a second let's hop into a time machine okay and we're not going to go that that far back in time, I love time okay machines. we're going to go back to I believe it was just a few weeks ago okay let's just say I don't know March 2nd maybe of this month so March 2nd 2018 we're hopping in the time machine we're heading back and there was a little old game between what was the number one overall seed in this tournament, Virginia, playing Louisville, okay? And basically what happened was with about, I don't know, five seconds left, okay? Ryan Mc, McMahon, I think is how you pronounce it, he, he hit a free throw and he basically ended up making it um, a, a four-point game at that point, okay? With five seconds left. And you're, so you're probably thinking to yourself, if you're Virginia, we don't have much chance at all, at all, of winning this game. But all of a sudden, after a turnover by Louisville, a, a quick three, and all, the next thing you know, it was a quick bucket, excuse me, a turnover, a quick bucket, and then a three that ended up winning it in those last five seconds. Next thing you know, all right, you've got Virginia winning the game. They were down by four with half that amount of time left. So... That is why you play out this scenario because you never know what's going to happen, whether it's a turnover by the other team and a guy traveling or making a stupid decision, or maybe in this particular case, he was moving on an inbounds pass. He didn't realize that he, he couldn't move. He had to be static. So he got called for traveling in that sense, the Louisville player did, which turned the ball back over to Virginia. Like you never know if those things are going to happen. So to sit there and, and tell your team at the end of the season where they've worked so hard to get to that point, that you're not going to exhaust all efforts and your fan base and all that, it's just poor coaching. It's bad coaching. And I thought the way he reacted in that moment, um, just it, it, seemed, it seemed overly emotional, yeah. and I get it. He's frustrated. 
But I don't and know. She, if I, she did a great job, by the way. She was oh, outstanding. She was, she was incredible. She was incredible by, by following it up and doing exactly what she was supposed to do. But if, I'll tell you this much. If I was a recruit and I was looking at going to play in a Florida State, I'd be like, man, why do I want to play for a coach like yeah. that? No. He throws in the towel at that point in the game. Yeah, and, and I, I do see an element of that to the conversation. And Leonard Hamilton, uh, to his fairness, he did apologize earlier today and say, you know, he didn't he didn't mean to come off that way. There were a lot of emotions, things like that. But I do I, I think that there's and I want to get into this uh after we hear from Steve DeSager, because I think there's a difference between what you really think and what you hope is going to happen or did happen. And that played out in that game because what I think happened and what I wish is going to happen are two completely different things. So we'll get to that next here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Steve DeSager. Yeah, and his statement from the Florida State coach, I did not initially respond to her questions as I would have liked. And she was doing her job in asking them congratulations to Michigan. Okay, well, at least he fessed up. We just got a final in the NBA. Portland wins at Oklahoma City. They sweep them four games to none for the season series. 108-105, C.J. McCollum, 32 points. Golden State is losing at home late first half, 45-40 to Utah. Golden State says today there's no way Steph Curry with his sprained MCL will be back for the first round of the playoffs, which start in three weeks. Tonight, Draymond Green out with the flu. Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson still out with injuries. Boston won, Toronto lost, and then there's the NCAA tournament as the final four is set. Top-seeded Kansas won in overtime. Top-seeded Villanova. Nova won today. Nova took the East Region final 71-59 over three-seed Texas Tech. Villanova, since winning the Big East title in overtime, has four straight double-digit wins in this NCAA tourney. Saturday at the Final Four in San Antonio, it's Villanova against Kansas before 9 p.m. Eastern time. That'll be after the Michigan-Loyola-Chicago game. Kansas, one seed in the Midwest, won in overtime against two-seed Duke, 85-81. This was... uh, by the way, 18 lead changes in this game, 11 ties in the contest. Kansas with a 13-3 run to start the second half and get the lead. Uh, by the way, Philadelphia Phillies in the news today. We have MLB opening day this Thursday. The Phillies gave rookie infielder Scott Kingery a six-year contract, and he just made the team for the first time after batting 393 in spring training. The Browns signed quarterback Drew Stanton. The Jets rescinded an offer to defensive tackle and Damakung Su. NASCAR's race was postponed to tomorrow on FS1, and golf Bubba Watson won the match play event. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, about 15 minutes ago, uh, 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to, from my understanding, have a visit from the great live bet Jesus. He is not one in a long time, okay? Uh, he's uh, Brady Quinn has taken shots at him on social well, media. Well, I was just going to say. Yeah, he got, he got pissed at both is, of us. A long time is, yeah. is you know, that, that's putting it lightly. Yeah. Um, it's been a, <laughs> it's been a, uh, it's about a bit about a month, right? That, yeah, uh, we I mean, been able to ride live bed Jesus. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a little while. March has not been a good month to live bed Jesus, but I do have it on good a good understanding that he is going to be here about fifteen minutes from now. I don't know when he exactly shows up, but that's just sort of. I heard a whisper uh, during Steve DeSager's update. I heard a whisper in the wind saying, "I'll be here in the fifteen or sixteen minutes." And I said, "Okay, I'll I'll, I'll like let everybody Batman. know." Like the yeah, Christian whatever. Bale Batman. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it uh, that's <laughs> just, how it goes. just throwing it out there, man. That that sounded a little odd. Um, all right, so let's get to this because I think that there's a difference between what you know is happening and what you really wish was happening. 
Like, have you ever had a bad feeling about something, like in a relationship or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, right now, this segment, but okay. please go ahead. All right. Well, listen, I'm, I'm not going there. All right. I'm not going there. But like, you know, sometimes you you really wish or you really hope that it works out. You really hope it goes in one direction. You really hope this happens. But deep down, you're like, nah, it's simply not the case. It's just not the case. Like, you know, your gut always tells you the truth first. Like, I'm a firm believer in that. Okay. And I think in the finish to Florida State and Michigan, what I think happened is I think Leonard Hamilton sort of the head coach for Florida State sort of lost it in the moment. I think he just I think he got caught up the time even afterwards talking to Dana Jacobson, he didn't know if there was 15 seconds or 10 seconds left, and in a late game situation, 5 seconds is a lot of time, especially when it's only a two possession game. Yeah. I think he got caught up in the moment. I think he there were so many things going on. You're 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 exhausted. You've been coaching all game. It's a long tournament. It's a long season. And I just think he kind of froze. I uh, Chris Weber in '93 calling timeout when he didn't have it. Sometimes these things just happen. There's a lot going on. So I try not to be too hard on the guy because I think he just sort of lost it in the moment. What I want to be the truth is that he was gambling on his own team. That's what I would like. Okay. <laughs> But I, but deep down, I know that's probably not the case. He probably didn't have Florida State plus four and a half, which is why he told them not to foul. I wish that was the case. I would do three hours just on that alone. Just on that alone. But I just think that, that sometimes in these moments, like everybody wants to tell you that if something were to go down – in the in the in the heat of the moment, while while everything is is happening around you so fast, and there's all sorts of stuff going on, everyone wants to pretend that they would play it cool and be totally calm and collected. But you really don't know until you're in that situation. I'm sure you've experienced that when you're in a sporting event. You look back at it and you go, "God, why did I do that?" But in the moment, everything's craziness around you. Sometimes you just make a mistake. I, I think it's I think it's very natural. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of external factors that play a part, right? And that happens to us in life. Um, you misplace your car keys, and it's like something so simple, something that you use every day, um, but you just get distracted, and you're not thinking, um, you know, not thinking quickly. You're not thinking very straightforward as far as like where you're putting things that you actually need. In that instance, you know, he should have been thinking situationally what he needed to do to give his team a chance to win. Now, the only thing I'll point out about your theory is, so let's say he was betting on his team. Yeah. The only thing that could hurt him is if they did foul, Yeah. okay, and if they made those free throws and they couldn't come back down and yeah. make a bucket or make a quick right. three. Because if, if he's betting on his team and he believes in his team, yeah. then at that point he would have went ahead and told them to foul because he believed they'd be able to come back down and hit a three-point bucket. Now, but the bet was already the bet was already won. They were looking exactly. over at him. So, so that's the only way to ensure it. Uh, but again, if you really believed in your team, in, you, in, in this little theory, you know, this, this little um, hypothetical that we're playing out, if you really believed in your team, you wouldn't be scared to foul because you would believe that they'll be able to go back down and get you some points and still reassure you that you win the bet, plus maybe have a chance of chopping down that lead a little bit. But for anyone who was a Florida State fan this entire year, yeah. one thing you can be reassured of, they were awful at shooting. They are just they were a defensive team. <laughs> they would crash the boards well. They were athletic, but they could not shoot at all, and that finally caught up with them. Um I can speak to you, uh, and and again, this is not me, but I've talked to many people who are degenerate gamblers. Okay, again, not me. I do not know these emotions. I do not know these feelings, but I have talked to several people that are degenerate gamblers, and I can assure you 
the last thing they're thinking about when they're covering a spread by a half point is, I really believe in these guys. They don't give a crap. Just win me my money, okay? No shenanigans, no BS, no late game, throw up a 60-footer, and I get burned on the backdoor cover. None of that stuff. Like, just... Just give me my win. So I want I, I want to believe, okay? I want to get into the conspiracy stuff. I think it's funny. Like, I want to believe all of that. You know, it's like we did uh, last week, we did a story about Lewis, the gorilla in Philadelphia, Philadelphia who walks upright because he doesn't want to get his hands dirty. That's not confirmed. Okay. Let, let me just state this. That's not confirmed okay. that that's why he walks upright. I, I know. I know. But and, and I probably lean towards your side, but I really want to believe that it is. And, and I want to have Lewis in studio as a guest. How are we coming along on that? Eric Roberts, let's go live to our Philadelphia uh, gorilla in a zoo walks upright insider, Eric Roberts. Eric, how are we doing with uh, Lewis the gorilla? Is he coming on the show? Yeah, soon? he's he's uh, it's tough it's tough to find a clean uh, clean enough airport to get him in. So okay. it's, there's some uh, hurdles we got to do, but it's in the works. All right, uh, Burbank question, Burbank is, is in a, and out. Burbank this is Airport a gorilla, is in and out. Right, like yeah. he will rip your arms off and beat you to death with. No, he won't. Right? No, no not if won't. I'm not if I'm dirty. That not is true. Yeah, and, and not you're not dirty. He's a germphobe. Surprisingly enough, it, it's person. actually uh, getting the studio clean enough for him to come in. Yeah. That's that's oh, the hardest that part. That is this. well, but Jonas is in the studio, which has a little bit to do with that too. You know, oh, by the way, I don't know what it is about guy. about right an hour later, and this studio is like 50 degrees warmer. I am sweating. Like I smell terrible right now. Absolutely. Like I, I'm I'm going to do this live on the air. I'm smelling my armpits. I, I don't know how anybody would want to walk near me. This is awful. I don't know what somebody did to the studio here. Why, why do you think I sit so far away, Jonas? Yeah, I can tell you. I can see you down there right now. All right. Um, <laughs> Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio, uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio. So to, to sum it up, I, I want to believe the conspiracies and that the fix was in and all that stuff because it's a terrible way to lose a lot of money. But I just think he got lost in the emotion, man. I think he got caught up in the moment. And it happens sometimes. Like, if you ever work in a restaurant, people that work in restaurants or work in bars, you know the term they always use is, I- I'm in the weeds. And what that means is everything is going on around you. Sometimes you forget a drink or you forget this or you is forget that. Is that only in that industry? I feel like in a bunch of different industries they say that. I don't know. I just heard it a lot in that industry, which was code for uh, some loser took too many smoke breaks and now their tables are all backed up. But <laughs> we can judge them later on in hour three. I, I just think that this happens. I think it's a natural thing. What was a moment that you look back on in your career? Okay, a moment where, like, look. Turning the ball over is one thing. You make interstate, you know, late game. You got to try and make a play. That's fine. But is there a moment you look back on now and go, like, what the hell was that? Like, like, well, like what was I, I thinking I, I there think on that based throw? On, based on plays and things like that, yeah, you you'd look back at interceptions. You'd be like, gosh, like, give me a story. Moving. Give me a story. Give me. You a know, you one. you put me on the spot to give these stories. There's zero prep into it. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, I will. I will stall. Let me. Uh, how, how much time do you need? Need 30 seconds? If I, I need a break, okay. Maybe give me a smoke break. Okay. Um, all right. All right. All right. So how about this? We're gonna go to break. All right. We're gonna go to break. Brady is gonna think about a time during his career when he looks back and goes, "What the hell was that? Like, like what? What was I thinking in doing that? Because I've got several in my radio career. <laughs> try, hey, try twice I, a week. I can't wait to dig through that. Yeah. yeah go ahead. It, it's a, it's a bad, uh, bad situation. But we will get to that here next. Also. According to various reports and according to somebody who told me live bet Jesus will be here next on Fox Sports Radio. Don't go anywhere. Knox and Quinn next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We do have it on good authority. Live bet Jesus will be joining us this segment before the end of this hour. 
So that is uh, that's coming up here in just a couple of minutes on Fox Sports Radio. Also, fifteen minutes from now, fifteen minutes from now, Brady Quinn's explosive mock draft version 2.0. Let me rephrase that and re-say it again. Version 2.0. <laughs> Live radio, man. Sometimes what you mean to say and what you actually say aren't the same thing. You know what I mean? No, I've, I've been uh, there before, buddy. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, I, I told Brady Quinn uh, before last break, kind of caught him off guard. And yeah. I said, um, you know, is there any any moment from because we were talking about the Leonard Hamilton situation where sometimes you just, you know, in the in in the moment with everything going on, there's all this chaos around you. Sometimes you forget late game situation, whatever, and you end up making a mistake. So I don't I don't really try and criticize players or coaches that that do that because I, I think it's totally understandable. So you couldn't think of a good NFL story. But is there maybe a wardrobe story to where you look back now and you go, what the F? Yeah, no, there's for sure some of those in my life. Um, let's see. Which ones do we want to get into? <laughs> um, I, I, I'll go back to my sister and my brother-in-law's wedding. Um, my sister, Laura, and A.J. Hawk, um, which was one of the most fun times I've ever had at a wedding. Sober, okay? right? Uh, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> And anyone who was at that wedding could attest to that. <laughs> um, and at one point, at one point, it was me, Bobby Carpenter, some of the other groomsmen. We were talked into uh, dressing up as the village people at, at, at one point. I don't know at what point during the rehearsal this took place. Hold on a second. Um, hold on. Hold oh, on, yeah. Hold on. Oh, yeah. On, I got it. Let me just, because I didn't know we were going to go this this uh, this route. So I need Hashtag to, clickbait. Okay. I need to. <laughs> Could probably uh, change that click for something that. else. Um, I need to. Um, all right, let me just gather my. Okay, so you and the groomsmen. Yeah. Somebody thought it would be a good idea to dress up as the village people. Not not like dress up. Basically, whoever was the MC or DJ or whatever. This must have been something that they like normally did. Like they would get people who were at the wedding mm-hmm. to dress up as the village people. And then come out and and sing or dance, whatever. Were you the Indian? I don't I don't quite recall what I was. Okay, I think I was the biker. <laughs> I think I don't, I, I, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I don't remember much of anything <laughs> from from that that uh, that wedding. I I know we had a good time. I know I felt awful the next day. Um, but that was something when I look back and I go. <laughs> Why? Like, wh- like, like, like that was all in the spirit of fun. It was a wedding. It's your sister. It's your brother-in-law. Um, it's an exciting time. But man, yeah, that was one where you look back and you go, I probably would have just passed. Just yeah. give him a hard. I'm good. That's a uh, that's a little. Is this bringing up memories. Is this starting to jog your memory a little bit, there, Brady. Oh yeah. Then starting there was to, uh, let's yeah. see, high school, high school. Okay, yeah. this is a decent one. So this song uh, stinks. I, yeah, I actually think this was the song that we came out to when we were dancing. And we uh, were like, I mean, this was the this. song that you performed to. You don't want to say this is a song that you came out to because people <laughs> the, on a Sunday night the might. the current topic, yeah, 100%. They might, uh, they might interpret that as something else. So this is the song you performed to. I got you, man. Good performed partner to. here. Thank you. Thank and partner's not Let's a good not word also partner. to use yeah, there. Uh, good teammate either. here with teammate. Brady Quinn as yeah. we talk about um, Brady as the village people here on Fox so, Sports Radio. You know, like you, I had some crappy jobs, okay? Yeah. I was like a uh, – I worked in the restaurant and uh, did food, like, uh, you know, room service for at NBC Suites. 
That was like one of the nicer hotels they had. So at Embassy Suites, I did that. Um, but that wasn't even the worst. Like Hollister, I worked there. That was one of the worst jobs. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, 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 got, I, got, I got lured into a Hollister recently, and I sent Brady a picture because I was with my girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how anybody shops there. Yeah, well, this is back in, you know, 2000, okay? And at, at that point in time, it was maybe a little bit more easy to digest. But, um, you know, you used to wear those stupid necklaces. They had things, like, different. I mean, even then, like. No, not the shells. I don't think it was shells. Oh, I don't know if it was man. stones or what it was. But I still recall, like, a picture that I had for some recruiting magazine. And I must have had my jersey on, but one of those things on. And I'll, and I'll never forget this. So, at the time, Urban Meyer was at Bowling Green, and he had walked in to recruit me, and I played baseball, I played football, so I, I was outside a lot, um, and I was, like, pretty dark, pretty tan, and uh, we had another player, my teammate, his name was Chinadu and Dukeway. So as I'm walking out, Urban's walking past me into our facility, and I said, hey, coach, how you doing? Kind of shook his hand. I had to run and go, go to a baseball game. So he walks into our coach's office and said, hey, I just saw Chinadu and Dukeway. It's a good-looking prospect and all that. And my coach goes, Chinadu, he goes, I don't think he was in here. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, you know, he's about you know, six, three and a half, six, four, something like that. Tall, he goes, you mean, you mean Brady? <laughs> so apparently he thought because of, I don't know if it was the puka shell necklace, the, the darker skin tone and everything oh, else or something, man. he thought I was Chinadu and Dukeway, who actually happens to be, he was, he was the best man at my wedding, one of my best friends in the world. Uh, but he's Nigerian, so clearly there's a, there's wow. a very you know, di- big difference between him and I. Um, but anyway, that brought me back to that, like, shell necklace thinking, I wonder if that was part of it, too. He was like, well, who, who, who wears that, like, stone or shell necklace thing? Oh, boy. Okay, enough with the shenanigans. Enough with the shenanigans. Let's roll out that red carpet from the sky. Ladies and gentlemen, Live Bet Jesus is a character on this show. Brady and I have never met in our lives. I have no idea who he is, who even thought of it, but he like appears the, during the show. He appears during the show, and he makes live bets on the air while games are going on. All right, We yeah. have no idea which game he's going to choose. There's only a couple on the slate right now, so let's go ahead and let's see. There's a piece of paper falling down from the sky uh, it is uh, light shining into the studio here that can clearly see my armpit stains because it's 180 in this studio. Let me go ahead. I have the piece of paper here on the desk. This is not a gag. Real piece of paper here. All right, let me open this up. It is tonight, one hour later than normal, that I live bet Jesus on March the 25th, 2018, Proclaim the bet to be Rockets Hawks under 222 and a half. So there it is. That's the pick according to Live Bet Jesus. How's that, Brady? Uh, well, as always, you know, I like to criticize these picks. That game, I believe, is currently at 188 points with a little, you know, a little more than 630 left in the game. Yeah. So. I would say a pretty cowardly pick, uh, no, as listen, always. He's just making picks, man. I don't know who this guy is, but that's the pick they made. Have you ever you ever think about what we do in an entire hour? Let's go ahead and just sum up for the people just tuning in what we did this hour. We just had a live pick on the air from Live Bet Jesus. Uh-huh. We talked NCAA tournament. True. Uh, we uh, we worked in the movie Casino or maybe Goodfellas. I probably butchered that. We th- <laughs> We called out the Oscars for being afraid of us. And we just found out just moments ago that Urban Meyer thought Brady was black. 
It's one of my favorite things that we do on this show. One of my favorite things that Brady Quinn does on the show. It's coming up here in just a couple of moments. That guy is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. With Geico, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, Just to recap everything going on, the final four is set. It will be uh, Loyola, Chicago, and Michigan, and it will be Villanova and Kansas next weekend in San Antonio. So that is the final four. Uh, That's how that is. uh, That has been set up there for San Antonio next weekend. So we will have more on the final four. This is obviously Brady Quinn, uh, a huge, huge part of the show, Um, not only because of your explosive mock draft that is coming up here momentarily, but live bet. Jesus does have a wager going right now, a wager pending currently between the Rockets and the Atlanta Hawks, he's got the under of 222 and a half. Wow. And yeah. what's that game at right now? It's at 118 to 96, so it's at 214. So this is coming down the wire. And, of With course, 135 <laughs> left. Yeah. Wow. Of course, another three. So, so yeah, uh, he just uh, can't seem to get a whole lot of luck when it comes to this stuff. Just fluky things are <laughs> happening. All the bench warmers are in. <laughs> The good thing is, though, Jonas, look, live bed Jesus is not a not a guy at this point who wants to really put himself out there. You know, he, he keeps taking those games that aren't national. This one's not even on NBA TV, is it? I mean, I think you'd have to have some sort of really special NBA package in order to get this game. This is this is such BS, man. Like, all of a sudden, now they're red hot from three. Like, yeah. they're, they're red hot from three all of a sudden. Well, it's not like there's, you know, a ton of time left. It's only a minute. You know, how much damage can they do in a minute? Well, it's at 118.99 now, so they're at 217, so he can only allow five points. But yeah, well, but here's the thing. You got these uh, these garbage time players who want to who wanna fill up the stat sheet. That'll go in, I'm sure. That'll probably, um, who knows? Just throw up a half quarter while we're at it. Why not, guys? Somebody <laughs> fouls somebody in the act of a three. There's another three being go- thrown up in the air. All right, look at that. Everybody, threes for everybody. <laughs> everybody shoot threes. Just embarrassing, man. Like, have a little bit of decency. Be a good human being. It's not that difficult to be a decent human being and to look out for other people. And the only thing that they should be concerned with is not whether or not they can fill up the stat sheet on a game nobody's watching. Everybody's dressed as an empty seat in that arena. Nobody gives a crap about this game. But just be a nice person and don't put up any more points. Live bet Jesus has been taking a beating for three weeks well, on this show they, they by Brady Quinn. They can still put up a few more points, right? Okay. I mean, it's not going to hurt you. Hold you, on. Have, you have, a, what, a five-point cushion this right now? This is a uh, developing situation here because they are holding on to the ball. Okay, the yeah. clock is winding down. One eighteen ninety-nine. It is at 2.17 right now. 2.17, a shot clock violation. So live bet Jesus there is four seconds left, and he can allow five points. So what that means is there'll be two half-court shots that'll be I mean, put up. Live bet Jesus wins. And there we go, folks. Three, two, one, and that is a wrap. Live bet Jesus is back, everybody. He is back. Can we need a round of applause He's... for live bet Jesus. He is back. Yes. There it is. That's there called. Is. Be, be that's, happy for him. That's called be... perseverance. Is what that's called. Right. Right. Or that's called you know again. You know, it's, it's a couple of interesting things that happens. He chooses to come on at the last segment of the hour, so there's really not much of a chance to break down his pick. We're, we're just announcing the pick and moving on. 
Uh, not a nationally televised game. Um, but look, he won. So I- I'm glad. The, the only thing I'm concerned by, though, Jonas, is that, that people start betting against him. Like that people start saying, here's what live bet Jesus thinks. I'm going to take a you know something different here. Like maybe some people took the over well, because they didn't believe in him at this point. Well, you know, maybe um, maybe you know what we would call those people that bet against him tonight. We would call them losers. Is what we, we would. would call them. We would tonight. Listen, That's you're o- you're only as good as your last over under bet during an NBA game that nobody watches. And live bet Jesus, for the record, is one and zero. He is not lost. <laughs> <laughs> he is not, he is not lost since In we have moved minutes. since we have moved. The show back an extra hour, right? Oh. I just want to set the record straight. So that is that, that's going to be an interesting streak to see if we can he can hold on to this. Yeah, and then uh, I'm sure you're I'm sure you're rooting for his success every week, aren't you? You just you love it. it. Uh, it's something yeah. that brings me a lot of joy. When yeah, he, uh, when he loses, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm indifferent. I just want him to be to have a good time on the show. I'm, I I would like to be nice to our guests. That's what I've like uh, I've actually been doing a little side action. I've been betting against him. So I, I I'm you look. More power to him. All right. But I've made a lot of money off of betting against Live Bet Jesus. Well, one of the things, Brady Quinn, you can bet on is you can bet on the NFL draft. Okay. You can bet on the NFL draft and who goes where and what's going to happen. And there are a lot of imposters out there. There's a lot of people out there who claim they do a mock draft and they really do their research. But there's only a few who call trades weeks before they happen. Brady Quinn did his first mock draft several weeks ago here on Fox Sports Radio, and he announced a trade. He called and projected that the Jets were going to move up into the top three in the draft. And lo and behold, Look what's happening. Brady Quinn, he's like Biff on Back to the Future. He's got an almanac, and he can tell you what's going to happen before it happens. So with that being said, we've been hounded about it. People have been calling our busy phone lines all throughout the show. It is time for this. Ladies and gentlemen. Now it's time for Brady Quinn's Explosive Mock Draft. Number one. Number one, no surprise, no change in my mind for the Cleveland Browns. After slinging it all around the practice field out there in Southern California, Sam Darnold only impressed. He only showed people what he's capable of, much like what we saw over the course of his almost two years starting for USC. Sam Darnold will be the first player taking overall, and he will hopefully be the franchise quarterback for the Cleveland Browns for a long time. Number two. Well, with the news of JPP getting traded down to the Tampa Bay Bucks, it opened up now the possibility of the Giants actually staying put at number two because I don't think they can afford to pass up on Bradley Chubb, the defensive end out of North Carolina State. Reason being, after Chubb, well, it's quite the drop-off to the rest of the edge rushers as far as guys who have demonstrated proven ability, the overall athletic skills, and all the measurables that I think you're looking for. Chubb actually compares very favorably to Miles Garrett. And you obviously realize the hype that he had last year being the first overall player taken in the 2017 draft. So Bradley Chubb, to me, makes the most sense to fill in for that void for the New York Giants at the defensive end position. And no, they don't need a quarterback. They've still got Eli. And after the words of general manager David Gettleman and even Pat Shermer, talking somewhat highly about Davis Webb, their third-round pick from a year ago. So I think they push off that decision for a quarterback. They take the best player available, and in their minds, it's Bradley Chubb. Number three. 
Well, the Jets still need a quarterback, even though they've signed Josh McCown as well as Teddy Bridgewater in free agency, and they've still got a couple on the roster and Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg. But this time, because they moved up from number six with the Colts to number three, I think that they go get the guy who's one of the most talented passers, one of the most accurate, he's smart, and he's ready to play right away. He's exactly what the New York Jets fans are feeding for, a guy who's going to come in and start and help to elevate this team. So I think the second quarterback taken in this year's draft will be Josh Rosen out of UCLA. Number four. At number four, Cleveland Browns fans get exactly what they were hoping for. Their franchise quarterback at one and what some believe to be, and I believe he is, the best overall player in this year's draft. Penn State's running back, Saquon Barkley. You help take some of the pressure off the shoulders of Sam Darnold, that rookie quarterback, by putting an explosive playmaker in the backfield right next to him to carry the load and carry the football. But it's not just carrying the football. Remember, offensive coordinator Todd Haley, he had a guy named Le'Veon Bell with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Saquon Barkley can do a lot of the same things that Le'Veon Bell can do. So I see him using him in a very similar role and helping to take some of the pressure off of the USC quarterback who the Browns selected at number one, Sam Darnold. Number five. Well, the Broncos need a quarterback. They may have signed Case Keenum, but that's more for the short term. And I think John Elway and the brass there out in Denver are a little bit enamored with Baker Mayfield. The swagger, the accuracy, the playmaking build, how successful he was at Oklahoma. And it doesn't hurt. I'm sure he's got some fans there in Colorado. So I think they can't help deny it. They've got to end up taking Baker Mayfield. They've also made some additions to their offensive line, I think, to help shore up that protection. So I don't think they go with the best offensive lineman available at five. Instead, I think they pull the trigger, and they go with Baker Mayfield to be their quarterback. Number six. Boy, the Colts could sure use some help in their secondary. You could make the case up front on their D-line, but at this spot, a guy like Minka Fitzpatrick, the defensive back out of Alabama, is too good to pass up on. He's versatile. He can play cornerback. He can play safety. He can cover down in the slot. He can be a return man. He can do a lot of different things. The bottom line is he's going to play and he's going to help improve this team and have an impact on this team right away. Number seven. The Tampa Bay Bucks are going to continue to keep trying to build on that defensive side of the football. And another guy, again, who's got incredibly impressive tape as far as a cover cornerback is Denzel Ward out of the Ohio State University. The Bucks will look to help make some of those strides and improvements on defense with this pick. And they're going to help you know, bring in a guy who I think can get the football back into Jameis Winston's hands. Number eight. The Chicago Bears lost a good guard this year in Josh Sitton. They decide to move and go their separate ways. Now they get the opportunity to take who is potentially one of the best overall players in this year's draft, the guard out of Notre Dame, Quentin Nelson. The only problem is he's a little bit devalued because he's a guard. Now, could he play tackle? Potentially. Um, but at this point in time, I think it makes sense for him to play guard because you've got Mitchell Trubisky, their franchise quarterback. They drafted number two overall a year ago. And, you know, you got to protect him. you got to keep the interior of the pocket clean because he's a shorter quarterback and shotgun. And let's not forget, too, Harry Heastan, the former offensive line coach at Notre Dame, just became the now current offensive line coach for the Chicago Bears. He knows a little something about Quentin Nelson, and I think it would be too hard to pass up on a guy who 
will most likely be a perennial Pro Bowler. Number nine. Trade alert. Trade alert. Trade alert. Trade alert. Oh, yes. I love trade alerts. At this point, the Buffalo Bills have found a trade partner oh, yeah. with the San Francisco 49ers. They can't help it, Jonas. They can't help wait any longer because they need to trade up and try to take who is going to be their quarterback of the future. And the good thing is, because it's only going from the 12th overall pick where the Buffalo Bills currently sit and trading up to number nine, they don't have to give up that much. Basically, the Bills will end up providing their 65th overall pick. That's just the third-round pick to move up and get their quarterback. And let's not forget, too, what did John Lynch do a year ago for the San Francisco 49ers? He traded back. I think he's a little bit okay with doing so. So the Bills trade up to number nine, and they take their future quarterback, Josh Allen, QB out of Wyoming with the rocket for an arm, the size, the athleticism. And the good thing is he doesn't necessarily have to start right away. They've got A.J. McCarron. They can try him out in the beginning of the season, see how things go. But at the end of the day, they've got a guy who can throw in the bad weather, the inclement weather that he's you know played in as a college quarterback, and now a guy that they can build off of for the future of their franchise. Number 10. And finally, the Oakland Raiders. What have they been missing the past couple years? Someone on the inside of that defense to stop the run. They now find that player in Vita Vea, the incredibly large but also athletic defensive lineman out of the University of Washington. Jonas, we don't see many guys who are this talented at this size. That sort of athleticism is very rare for a guy who stands at 340 pounds. Another thing is you don't see the lack of effort. For a guy of that size, sometimes they take some plays off. That's not the case with Vita Vea. And, oh, by the way, in case you need him on special teams, no, I'm not talking about up front blocking a field goal. I'm talking about covering punts. Yes, this guy even covered punts during his time at Washington as a defensive lineman. So the Oakland Raiders get a piece to help solidify the interior of that defense, and that helps them become a better team right away. Oh, man, round of applause. Brady Quinn's explosive mock draft version 2.0 or numero dos, whatever the hell you want to call it. Outstanding job. I have got several follow-up questions for you on this mock draft, including a bogus story that people in the media tried to feed us that Brady has just proven wrong. All of that coming up next here. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. This is Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes. I've got I've got follow-up questions for Brady Quinn on his mock draft because I was told something else. I was told something else. So we're going to get to that here uh, in just a couple of minutes. Do want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help you keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Also... A brand new edition of Headline or Lie is coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, where you will team up with Brady Quinn or myself. All right. So all you need to do is call 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We only have a thousand phone lines and they usually fill up pretty quick. So you need to get in and you need to get in now before you lose your spot. So if you want to participate, we're looking for two callers all across the world. We're looking for two callers all across the country, wherever you are, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Headliner lie coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. You can team up with myself or Brady Quinn. Uh, All right. 
So Brady, uh, also Live Bet Jesus has sort of called us out on uh, social media. Uh, he has tweeted at both of us. If you go to at Live Bet Jesus, uh, at Live Bet Jesus on Twitter, uh, he has tweeted at both Brady Quinn and myself because he is back. He just won tonight's game, Rockets Hawks under two twenty two and a half, and uh, he's called us out. So, um, I mean, he, how has he called us out? He, well, he just he posted a, a gif. He's showing you that he's alive. Yeah, he's showing you that yeah. he's alive. No, he's alive he, and well. He could have sent me a picture or a gif of a, a beating heart. That, that would have let me know he's alive, too, okay. based off his performance the past month. Huh? Like, there's some people who are still in the hole out there, live bed Jesus. Like, you've got a lot of ground to make up, okay? Yeah. He could have also uh, sent you something similar to uh, Brett Favre, but, uh, but he doesn't wear Crocs. So, yeah, I was going to say, was, was that about the Crocs or the watch? I can't I remember know. which. I don't know. I, I wasn't looking there. Uh, all right, uh, at either. Okay, so, Brady Quinn, I've got uh, a couple of follow-up questions for you because it was, it was so weird, man. Like, I remember, like, a few weeks ago, like, after the Combine, I kept hearing this thing, you know, this, this thing going on to where people were knocking um, Sam Darnold because he didn't throw at the Combine. And they were sort of complaining that, you know, if this is a competition, don't you really want to go out there and compete? And I had people that were – there was st- stories on Twitter and articles that were written, a bad look. He was a loser combine weekend. Uh, Josh Allen was the winner. Yet, if I'm to believe your mock draft, which I would contest is going to be as accurate, if not more accurate, than any other that I've seen, how did he go from bad look at the combine to, oh, he's basically the number one pick on every single mock draft that I've seen, including yours? How did that happen? It's weird. I don't Explain that to me. It's because, one, people have to put out a thousand mock drafts, whereas this is only my second. And as you and I talked before we decided to venture into this whole ordeal, I said to you, uh, I kind of want to wait till basically free agency has calmed down a bit. I don't want to be one of those guys who just puts out a mock draft for clickbait because that's what a lot of this is. Look, if you're an NFL writer and it's this time of year, you can talk about the trades, you can talk about the NFL owners' meetings right now and talk about the potential for pass interference to be changed to a 15-yard penalty instead of the advantage of yardage, but guess what? That didn't pass. So all the speculation, all the things that are written about, they have to come up with new things. Um, so, you know, we've kind of chosen not to be that group. Thank uh, that's God. One why, that's, that's one reason why I think we're going to be a little bit more accurate. Two, we already called out a trade, which has happened exactly as we thought. Now it just comes down to the Jets selecting that particular player. Um, I think in regards to all the talk uh, as far as the combine, the pro day and all that, I do think the NFL and some of the media is trying to put more pressure on players to perform at the combine because they have access to it. It's become a bigger ordeal now. And guess what? The different, you know, let's say newspapers or online or whatever networks you want to talk about, they're much more apt to send writers and to send, you know, analysts and everyone else to Indianapolis, a cheaper place to stay. It's where you can see everyone in the NFL. And I mean everyone from the owners um, at times to the head coaches, the general managers, to players or prospects, but sometimes even players who are about ready to become uh, free agents. You can obviously see agents. So I heard people even bring their spot. own wine sometimes. Like if they make wine, they'll bring it too sometimes, even when it's, <laughs> even when it's not very good. Exactly. That happens, that, that happens, <laughs> that happens as well, um, which is an inside story and will not be told on this show tonight. I'll take another um, Stella. 
<laughs> give me just bring two actually just just give me two <laughs> Dad, um, keep them coming it's like yeah, it's just, like the part on kingpin just, nether tanger just give me the 12 pack. Just, like, just give me the whole 12 pack. the part on kingpin nether tanger and tag sir yeah keep them coming sweets i got a long drive ahead of me <laughs> um, but i mean look part of part of the reason is is i think they want to see more guys throw at the combine so these writers and everyone else they don't have to go to every pro day they don't have to go and travel to all these different things um so that's why there's a little bit more hype around it because they want to make it seem like it's a big deal and they're all there together blah 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 look the combines useless the pro days are useless uh if teams really care about the players they go off film, and then after the film, they go off the interviews and they go off their private workouts. Those are the things that ultimately factor into these teams selecting a player. They don't read in much, much into things. I mean, heck, look at the Buffalo Bills, for example. I have them trading up to take a quarterback number nine overall. And, you know, when you heard Brandon Bean, their general manager, talk about the potential of a trade trading up to number two with the New York Giants, he literally said this a week ago that – they haven't really done much research on the quarterbacks, but they still have a lot more work to do. Right. And after they got Agent McCarron, they're, they're still breaking down the film and trying to figure out how they feel. John Elway came out today and talked about the potential of taking a quarterback at number five and said, I'm glad there's so many other people who know we're going to take who we're going to take a number five. He goes, because I sure as heck don't know who we're going to take. No one knows how the top of the draft is going to play out and what may happen leading up to the draft. Now, but I can assure you this, um, teams are going to trade up to take quarterbacks. That's typically why they move up. That's, that's why they make these sort of moves. It's rare you see them move up for any other reason. Now, Barkley could be a reason. The running back out of Penn State, maybe Bradley Chubb, because they're, they're so scarce as far as pass rushers that look as much of a, a proven thing as Bradley Chubb looks. But it's going to be about the quarterbacks. You best believe that. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We are going to play Headline or Lie. It's the hottest game show every Sunday night here on Sports Talk Radio and on Fox Sports Radio. So we're going to get to that here coming up next, 877-99 on Fox if you want to be a part of it. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, the great Steve. Steve DeSager. Thank you. Kansas Villanova advanced to the Final Four. Quick, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Live studio audience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quick NBA notes is Golden State has almost no one on the court apparently tonight. They're losing at home 97-76 to Utah with about six minutes left in the game. Not only is Steph Curry out, and the Warriors coach said tonight there's no way Curry with his sprained MCL is going to be back for the first round of the playoffs. That starts in three weeks. Draymond Green out tonight with the flu. Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson still out with injury. Meanwhile, Houston won its ninth straight game, 118-99 over Atlanta. The two teams combined to attempt 92 three-pointers in a 48-minute game. Boston won, Toronto lost, Indiana with an overtime win to clinch a playoff spot. So did Philadelphia. Cleveland won its fifth straight game. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. In the NCAA's Midwest Region Final, top seed Kansas beat number two Duke in overtime, 85-81. Grayson Allen in the loss, three of 13 shooting for his 12 points. He missed a shot at the end of regulation. The Blue Devils from three-point range, just seven for 20. Top seed in the East, Villanova won its regional final, 71-59 over Texas Tech. Senior Keenan Evans of Tech averaging 18 points per game, just 3 of 14 shooting for his 12 points. He was playing with a broken toe, he says. So Saturday in the Final Four in San Antonio, 
Villanova versus Kansas before 9 p.m. Eastern time. That'll be after Michigan against Loyola of Chicago. NASCAR's race was postponed to tomorrow on FS1, and golf Bubba Watson won the match play event. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. You know, Brady, there's this old adage that the only thing worse than an ass whooping is waiting for it to happen. And I got good news for you, man. You don't have to wait any longer. News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. So we play this game every single week. It's where Brady and I make up headlines or we are telling the truth and giving you an actual headline. So you've got to tell us whether or not it's a headline or whether or not it's a lie. We team up with partners and it's uh, it's total chaos for about the next eight to ten minutes. So let's uh, let's find a couple of participants, a thousand phone lines. Everybody wants in. The phone lines are working perfectly here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So let's go all the way to Garrett who is in Columbus, Ohio, listening on Fox Sports Radio. Garrett, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, Championship. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, what I, do you, I, I don't know who he's going to pick, but he's going to win. That's hey, all I'm saying. So, Garrett, it's t- what is it, 1030 right now in Columbus? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, Just got you, off work. All right, so where do you work, man? I work at a uh, Japanese steakhouse. Oh, nice. okay. So now here's, now here's the dirty little secret about the restaurant business. The only thing you want to do when you get off and there's still some places open is go get totaled. So where are you going? Are you going to get just rip-roaring drunk tonight, Garrett? Waffle House. All right. What a party animal. Okay, so uh, just get the uh, smothered, covered, and peppered if you could. uh, Sounds delicious. I'll pay you back later. All right, so Garrett, (laughs) Garrett, you've got to choose a partner. You can either choose Brady Quinn or you can choose myself. Who are you going with? Hometown hero, Brady Quinn. Thank you, sir. And don't worry. I, I have complete faith in you. We will win. We will beat the crap out of the Thousand Oaks native that is Jonas Knox. Uh, Got to do better than we did in Cleveland. That, yeah, that's a well, uh, that's, that's that's every year. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a very – that's a smart – I see what you did there, Brady. I see you threw in the hometown. Just to remind everybody, that's some tactics there, some gamemanship there. Also, uh, what a kiss-ass for him choosing you to try and try and butter up to you there in Columbus. All right, so absolutely, let's go all the way to Palm Beach. Okay, let's go to Palm Beach Ooh. where John is listening on Fox Sports Radio. John, what's happening, man? Hey, how's it going? Are you sober? Oh, absolutely. All right, so that'll do. We will accept that. Um, and so here's, uh, <laughs> here's how it works. So, I, John, you're going to team up with me. You good with that? Great. All right, so. Here's how it works. I am going to read either a headline or a lie to Brady's partner. He's going to do the same to mine, and they're going to have to tell us whether or not it's a headline or a lie. If we're tied at the end of this list, we go to sudden death overtime. Easy enough, guys? Great. Yep. All right. So I will start it off with Garrett, Brady's partner in Columbus, Ohio. All right. So I will start off with a Garrett, Brady's partner in Columbus, Ohio. And if you guys have your radios turned up, if you could turn them down, uh, that would uh, it sounds better for the audience. So want to make sure. So just go ahead. We're tightening things up here so I don't get assaulted by Bobo during the break. All right. So for Garrett, Brady's partner in Columbus, Ohio. Are you ready, Garrett? Absolutely. All right. Headline or lie. And listen to the entire thing before you take your guess. Okay. Headline or lie. Yep. Florida State head basketball coach Leonard Hamilton was seen early Sunday morning betting a homeless man that he couldn't eat three pieces of garbage in under 30 seconds. Man, it's 
Florida people are weird. I'll go, uh, that's the headlines. <laughs> Garrett, are, are you trying to lose this game? I mean, we're only just, one into it, but are you trying to lose this? It just sounded great. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Do they serve alcohol at, 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 where are we going, Waffle House? Do they serve alcohol there now? Yeah. Oh, you, imagine, right. you imagine Leonard Move. Hamilton, like somebody walks around the corner and he's like, you got 10 seconds, and this guy is like shoving garbage <laughs> in his mouth. Absolutely. Oh. All, right, All right, John, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Headline or lie? Los Angeles. Mount Sinai Hospital admits patient with skin disease after repeatedly dyeing his beard midnight black. <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Good to see uh, Brady's got some help at home in, uh, in coming up with these. Good to see uh, got a lot of help there going on at home. Very, I, don't know, I don't know what you're referring yeah. to. All right. Uh, two can play that game. All right. You ready for this, Garrett? Yeah. All right. So uh, this is a headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. All right. So here we go. Headline or lie. The daughter of a former U.S. Olympian and ex-NFL quarterback has been sentenced to six months of preschool probation after an Instagram video showed her feeding the family's dogs in her high chair. That's a lie. Damn it. Thank God, Garrett. Way to come through, man. I believe in you the entire way. Damn it. (laughs) All right, John, you ready? Ready. Headline or lie? Man faints. After doing continuous bicep and tricep exercises for 30-plus minutes. Uh, headline. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> hey, Jonas, um, did you work out today? Yep. What'd you, uh, what, what'd you do? A little buys and tries. Did a little sprints. <laughs> oh, okay. Didn't faint, though. Awful oh, okay. workout, by the way. Terrible. I'm actually embarrassed by it. It's just an embarrassment, what happened there at the gym. We'll talk about that later. All right, so uh, we were all tied up at one apiece. Uh, it goes back over to Brady's partner, Garrett, here on Fox Sports Radio here in Headliner Lie. Garrett, you ready for this? Absolutely. All right, Headliner Lie. A golf cart driving Florida man tried to blow up his neighbor's chickens with a homemade whiskey bomb during a dispute over BB guns. I feel like you've told this one before. Oh, man. Back to Florida. Uh, going headlines. Yes. I'll tell you what, though. It is tough, here. It, it's, a, it's a flip of the coin with those stories out of Florida. There's, tell you. there's a lot going on with that story. <laughs> there, we can do, we can do a whole segment on exactly how he would construct a whiskey bomb. <laughs> like, that's amazing. It really is. MacGyver. Right. Here we go, John. Headline or lie? Thousand Oaks, California. Former alt-rock lead singer gets thumbs stuck in bowling ball, dislocates shoulder, and fractures elbow. Uh, lie. Yeah! <laughs> there you go, Johnny. That's how we do it, baby. We're all tied Back up. Back in the game. Yeah. By the way... I'm nothing about that offended me except for the alt rock part. That offended mm-hmm. me. That pissed me off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what a, just, I, I don't know why you would be offended at all. All right. 
Well, hey, why, Jim, is that, why is that? Why is that? Bowling? Why is yeah? Why is that referring to About you? A month ago? You don't, you oh, don't okay. bowl. <laughs> no, I first of all, you're right. I I I I don't just bowl. I bowl really well. I got a well, 290 to my record. Okay. I'm not sure. I mean, and, and I don't know why your thumb would get stuck. In it wouldn't. Point. I don't I actually, and I don't use um, the thumb and the ball either. I just use the two fingers. That sounded weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, but that is a thing in bowling to where you don't put your thumb in the hole. You just have the two fingers, and that's how you throw. You get a lot of. So you're telling me you it. don't put it in the hole? No. Hmm. No, never. All right, uh, Garrett uh, here on Fox yep. Sports Radio and Headliner Lie. Garrett, you ready for this? Yep. All right, Headliner Lie. A bar near the campus of Loyola, Chicago, is now serving Goose Island beer with a shot of Insure and calling it the Sister Jean Bomb. <laughs> Lie. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That is pretty believable, though. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Can you imagine that? A shot of insurance. It, it'd be like what a white Russian. Or I don't know. <laughs> With the uh, sister Jean bomb, man. By yeah. the way, if that happens, I want credit for it. If somebody in Chicago is hearing this and now they start doing that at a bar, I want full credit for it. Mm-hmm. All right, John, you ready, brother? Yes. Headline or lie? School district has equipped students with a bucket of rocks as a last resort in case an armed intruder. Enters the classroom. Lie. That is a true story, sadly. Mm. All right. right. Mm. Okay. Now, Garrett, here's the situation. If you get this correct, you and Brady win the game. Right? So this is to win the game. Are you good with that? Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, Garrett. Headline or lie? A man in Oregon was arrested recently after he attacked the arches of a McDonald's restaurant when they refused to make him 30 double cheeseburgers. Headline. Damn. Come on, John. Well done. Come on, John. <laughs> well done. Hey, just just for the fun Amateur of hour here, man. Can I read one more to John and see if he gets it? He's already gone. He hung up in, in disgust. He's already gone. Okay, let me do this. Well, you let, can... me read it. let me read it to Bobo. We'll see if Bobo can get out okay. with that. Okay. Or do you want to save it for next week? No, I don't like saving it. Okay, all right. So so you're going to read this to Bobo. This one, yeah. Well, okay. I, I, I'm re- yeah. Right. Bobo, you ready? Okay. We'll, 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 we'll go to DeSager. DeSager will weigh in on this. I feel like he would be able to get this. Okay. Is that fair? Steve DeSager, you ready to play for the first uh, time ever? Headline or live? Yes. Here we go. Okay. The Bruin Beat Campus Bar Rocco's Tavern investigates suspicious customer for abusing their two-for-one special, claiming he's been to a restaurant 34 straight days. I can see that. Sure. True. Yeah. Well, first of all, did, was that the name of the place we went to, Rocco's Tavern? What are you talking about? Did you, did you and I go? Okay. Let me tell you something. That's okay. This is so unfair. I got scammed. So Brady and I met up for a couple of beers. Okay, and well, I mean, you know, well, he had one. I ended up with two. But the only reason that I had two is because some scam, a discount they were doing by the UCLA campus, where they said, uh, you know. Uh, if you get two beers, because I just wanted to get a big beer, like Brady had like a 25-ounce beer. I was like, yeah, I'll just get one of those. Oh, we don't serve that beer in those. Uh, the only special is if you get two beers. I was like, 
That's okay. That's weird. All right, I guess I'll just split him in half. If he just used the guy's okay. real first name in the story, but here's 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 the issue. <laughs> it here's the issue. The waitress brought over both beers at the same time. Yeah. So they're just sitting there, and I'm like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" Like, it doesn't. No, it didn't you, make you any were sense. Double fisting, like like anyone would do in that situation. I didn't want to make her feel bad about the mistake yeah. that she made. All right, I didn't want to make her feel bad, so of course I took one uh, for the team of her and I, and I didn't want to make one make her feel bad. So of course I drank both beers, and uh, now whether or not it happened after you went to back to the hotel and kind of bar hopped after that, I can't. I can't even. Uh, not even going to respond to those claims. Well, just, the just real question is, Jonas, whether or not you, how many days straight that you've been there. It's a, it's a, the only time in my life that I had ever been there. Okay, so you're not a, the sus- a suspicious person. No, no, I'm not. Is that a real story, by the way? No. Oh. <laughs> but Steve's right. It is believable if you've been around those parts. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, so the NCAA tournament looks very similar to something you grow up, grew up with. I will explain what I mean. By- the better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer tool. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, so we will, uh, there's, I, I've noticed something about the NCAA. Tournament. As Brady Quinn is feeling himself, he just won Headliner Live. So congratulations to Brady Quinn on that. By but, the way, yeah. first time in a few weeks, like it wasn't even close. Huh. You know, No, I'm just saying I was more disappointed just in the game itself. Like Garrett mopped John with the floor, you know, mopped the floor with John, basically. Yeah, I don't know. And John really took his time. It, the, the key to headliner lies, don't overthink, all right? Yeah. Just just go with yeah. your gut. You get a 50% chance of being right. And just let it rip, man. Don't 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 think too hard about it, all right? Let's just, like a lot, it's not that difficult. If you just pay close enough attention to a lot of the locations, it should be a dead giveaway, all right? It should be a dead giveaway. Especially with you yeah. and your headlines. Yes, Definitely. Definitely, a lot of uh, a lot of personal attacks uh, in there. Very very passive aggressive personal attacks about uh, uh, a rumor that Brady and his wife started that I dye my beard, which is a lie. Um, I, I believe that, that was Alicia who started that. I mean, first off, I didn't actually say that about you. Like you're now announcing that on live air. Okay. Now now there's going to be more speculation that you dye your beard because well, your beard is so significantly different than your hair. Like. Both black, but like your beard is like an entirely different like color shade. Yeah. It looks like there's been some enhancements done to your beard. Yeah. I'm you know gonna I mean? I'm gonna take a shading criticism from a guy who admitted last hour that Urban Meyer thought he was black. Okay, <laughs> sure thing, pal. <laughs> Can we get Bobo to wait on that? I'm just <laughs> what I don't. <laughs> yeah, that, that was Urban Meyer. Um, all right. So, so. Wait, hold on, man. Explain this. How did this happen again? Yeah, so, yeah. Let's let's do let's do that story. Okay, uh, we've got a couple of minutes left in the hour. Re-explain okay. how Urban Meyer thought you were black. So back in high school, okay, okay my star wide receiver, best buddy, when he moved to my town in seventh grade, um, his name was Chinadu and Dukeway. So when you hear that name, like some people might not think that's necessarily like of Nigerian descent, right? 
Uh, but they know that it's it's probably going to be someone who no they think maybe, it's Irish Brady um, come on dude that <laughs> has to be something come on hey man. Brady what's with the Czechoslovakian best friend man yeah. I mean, come on say the so, name again Jesus so who's a Spanish guy you know is, all I'm saying is Bobo like if you would if you would see me like in the summertime and all that like if I'm outside a lot and all that playing baseball football workouts seven on seven tournaments all that stuff practice. Um, I was I was pretty tan. I was pretty dark, and like I kind of had this like the little stupid puka shell necklace thing on and all that, and and it was just you know one of those things where I'm sure he was like looking down, trying to be like, all right, what what guys am I looking at? What prospects am I talking to the coach about? And so it was a quick little, hey, how you doing? I knew who he was because Bowling Green was really successful at Urban Meyer, um, and at that point in time, you know, kind of had a sense of that, and. And then all of a sudden, which he ended up going to Utah soon after that. But, um, yeah, I heard about the story like the next day from, from my coach there at Dublin Cop and Mark Crabtree. It was one of the funniest things I've ever story. heard in my life. You know, yeah. during the summertime, if you catch me at the right light, I look six feet tall. So, I mean. Depends <laughs> on, on what stall he's using. Yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, we have great news. There's a quick way uh, you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. In 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. I can't believe the NCAA tournament's almost over. Didn't it seem like it goes so much faster than when you were a kid? It seemed like um, it was like a, a huge deal. That's almost over, man. It's done. Final four next yeah, week. I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Well. You're used to that, though, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, this is where we're going to crank it up a notch, baby. This show's been off the way, off the way, uh, the rails. It's been a total, total chaotic mess. I can't even talk. Everything else is going on around me. Uh, I, I've been accused of things. Uh, I've been mocked and ridiculed and headliner lie. Live bet Jesus already won his, his bet for the show. We're moving back an hour. And now here we are, 11 o'clock Eastern time. 8 o'clock Pacific. Who knows what the hell time it is for people listening on the iHeartRadio app in Australia. And it's like 5 o'clock in, or in Hawaii, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, if those time zones are correct. But whatever the case may be, this is getting late in the show, Brady, and this is where we crank it up a notch. You ready to go? You fired up? I can't up? wait. I yeah. can't wait. We crank it up a little bit. We crank it out, if you know what I mean. Yeah. We, we make sure that we get out there. Everything that we need to get out there. We, we release. We just... Un- unleash on people well, uh, what's going on in the sports world right now. That sounded really inappropriate. Now, uh, I, you know, you guys it, always do that to me. Cri- I, I by the way, I don't get why you have to take it there. I just want you to know because I do weekend overnights here, so I am used to when the the, the street lights go down or the street lights come up, the sun goes down. <laughs> I'm used to when it gets dark around here. I'm used to this. So the later it gets in the evening, the more comfortable I am. Or as the great Chris Weber said about me and Fox Sports Radio earlier this week. Here was the great Chris Weber from earlier this week. It's Knox time right here. Yeah, better believe it. Knox time right here. That's what we're talking about, Brady. This is Knox time. You always told me you, you always envisioned the, the red uh, red lamp district. Like that, That's what you envision when, when you go on, on air. Only if I'm on something and blindfolded. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about the show. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, I get I get caught up in the moment. All right, let, let's let's get to a. Um, we know the final four is set. Loyola, Chicago, and Michigan are going to be one matchup, and then you got Villanova and Kansas in the other matchup. So we've been talking a lot about the final four and how that's all going to break down. So let me get to this story though. It's an NFL story because I do find it a little interesting. So Richard Sherman comes out, and Richard Sherman negotiates his own contract, and 
Richard Sherman loves him some Richard Sherman. He really, really enjoys himself a lot. He's his biggest fan. And so he does this press conference and I'm talks. I'm better at life than you. Yeah, and he probably is. And he talks about this, you know, setting a precedence for players and all this stuff as he negotiates the contract. And then lo and behold, and a story comes out. Joel Corey of, the, of CBSSports.com says that Richard Sherman actually – there was language in the contract that the NFL Players Association went back in and redid because of a $2 million bonus that would have be said he had to pass a physical early in training camp. They reworded it to where he just has to pass a physical later on, which is more doable. So they went in there. They were almost like a script doctor in Hollywood to where a guy, a script doctor will take a script that you give him and he'll go through and he'll change it. And that way he'll give it to whatever production company and they can roll and, and put it on the big screen. Poop fest. So when you hear the conversations about Richard Sherman's contract, what is, what is your takeaway from how we put this together and what this means moving forward? Um, the, the first thing is the NFLPA steps in, in in scenarios or situations like this so that they can avoid having to file a grievance at some point. Right when they feel like a player has been wronged based on the the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, and and that's always the the way that the NFLPA, the union, is is going to help kind of handling players. They want to protect them. They want to ensure that um, they don't find themselves in a adverse situation later on. And sometimes they have to protect players from themselves. This is an instance of that, and the NFLPA can act like. Um, they're not the enemy of agents, but let's just let's just all put on our hat and act like we're an agent for a second. And you used to make on contracts three percent, okay, which doesn't sound like a lot, but you know it adds up when you sign a big contract, right? Especially when you get one of those big fish. Um, and and there's a thing called a, a stam- standard representation agreement, an SRA, and they actually the NFLPA recommended that. Players now only ask for 1.5%, right? So if you're my agent, Jonas, I'm coming back to you now saying, you know what, Uh, my own union is saying you're half as good or you're only worth half as much as what you have been to me at this point. So you're only worth 1.5% of my contract now, not 3% what you used to make. So for whatever reason, the NFLPA has alienated agents. Why? I honestly don't know. Because if you thought there were some bad eggs in the group, guess what you do? You make it harder to certify. Okay? Because all of the agents have to be certified by the NFLPA. So they have to take a test and they have to ensure that they don't have any shady business going on, kind of check all those boxes. So I have no idea. Because in other professional sports, agents and the union and the owners have a good relationship with one another. Because they're all working for the same goal. They want the league to grow. They want to continually raise the the salary cap revenue. They want to continually raise the general revenue because that's split between the owners and the players. So agents understand that because they're getting a piece of the deal. And agents also happen to represent general managers and head coaches. So they're working both sides of these deals. So I have no idea, no idea why the NFLPA would alienate agents like this. But... Not only have they then put in the minds that agents are only worth half as much as they used to be, now they've, they've you know, kind of spurred players to feel like, you know what, you can do this yourself. 
you can negotiate your own deal. But the problem is this is an example of a player who went up against some of the most savvy um, minds, if you will, in the front office of uh, the NFL. You know, John Lynch, obviously general manager, but that wasn't necessarily who he was negotiating with with the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, teams, there's only 32 of them. They hire these particular people to negotiate these contracts, and they are shrewd individuals, and they will do everything they can. So basically what was changed was the language in the contract. Originally, yes, Richard Sherman got $3 million up front, but then the other $2 million that he talked about when he announced how great this deal was, the other $2 million came once he passed a physical, and it was at the beginning of training camp. Yeah. Which you would think, okay, it's March. Like, what's the big deal? That's you know, five months away, right? Well, he's coming off an Achilles yep. injury, which is tough to come back from at 30-plus years old and given his position. So the PA came in and said, you know what? Why don't we just bump this back a little bit? Because here's, here's what the team could do. that If the team put him on PUP, which stands for physically unable to perform, you don't get that $2 million, Richard. So – we want to protect you. We want to ensure that you could pass that physical by November of the season, where you know at that point it sounds like it's late in the year because it is, but really you got half your season left. So they assured him the ability to, if he has any setbacks, if anything goes wrong, he can still earn that $2 million roster bonus by passing that physical. So, um, again, it's all in the best interest of the player, but you know what would have solved this entire situation in the first place, Jonas? Maybe if he had an agent. Yeah, I, that's that's what, like. There's a reason you pay specialists to do the job. There's a reason you go to a mechanic because you don't want to screw it up yourself. I've done. I've screwed up my car. I'm sure it would be more cost effective if I were to change my own oil or if I were to you know uh, do do something as far as a tune up on my car. But I'd rather take well, it to somebody and have them get it done right and pay the extra money me, as opposed to, to to screw it up myself. Let me put it this way. You know what the first thing they teach lawyers in law school? Don't represent yourself. Just because you are an attorney, just because you practice law, doesn't mean you ever want to represent yourself in any sort of lawsuit that you're in. Hire someone else. Like, that's how this works. And you can make the same case in this regard to Richard Sherman. Just because you might be smart enough to negotiate a contract with an NFL team, doesn't mean you should. There are other things that those agents bring to the table. And, and if, look, if you want to negotiate him down the percentage they take, so be it. But at the end of the day, there's some expertise that you're overlooking if you don't think that they can provide value. And if you think the guy's a bad agent, find someone else. Like, there, there's enough good ones out there. And Richard Sherman's a good enough player. He should be able to get the representation that I think he deserves. And that could have helped him sort this whole thing out without getting the union involved. It almost feels like... Maybe he knows that he's sort of maybe approaching the the twilight of his career. Not that he's completely finished, but clearly he he has peaked now dealing with injuries. You never know how that's going to turn out. And he's like grasping on to some sort of significance in the NFL. You know, almost like, well, you know, I may not be the great player. It's like a diversionary tactic. I may not be the great shutdown corner that I was in years past, but I am setting the tone for future players moving forward. Well, no, that's not really the case because you had a script doctor in the NFLPA go in and change verbiage so you could get an extra $2 million because you butchered that part of the contract. That's why when he comes out and he's almost bragging about it, like wh- when you talk to other players around the NFL or, or you talk to people in the league, what is their takeaway from the contract? It's a bad contract. 
I mean, Joe, and I, Joe Thomas and I talked about this because uh, he came on another radio show I do. Oh. Um, <laughs> I've only been asking for him for like three or four times, but okay. At least he was yeah, on the other yeah. show. He uh, he actually heard our radio show, and he, and he said, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, He's not man enough for this. He, yeah, he, he, well, can, he can't hang here. I, I, I wouldn't say that, but I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I want that, to see uh, what's on the other broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, uh, yeah, he, anyway, he, he, it was a hard pass. But um, the point was is we talked about Richard's contract, and he had Richard Sherman on his podcast to kind of defend himself and talked about why it was a good deal for him. And him and I both agreed, look, if that's the deal he wants to do and, and he wants to do his own contract, that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But you can't also be as outspoken as he is and then not be able to take some of the criticism and some of the facts, right? Yeah. Like, we're not pointing out things that take away from who Richard Sherman is as a player, as uh, you know, what he is in regards to his intelligence. But at the end of the day, when you're analyzing someone's contract, you, know, you can use the excuse of, well, he's coming off an injury, yada, yada, yada. Look, Richard Sherman's a good enough player. If he was ultimately betting on himself, he should have signed a one-year deal. Why he couldn't, you know, do that and then try to get to the free agent market after he proves to everyone that he's healthy, he's back, he's 100%, I have no idea. Because really he doesn't have a whole lot of guarantees in his contract in years two and three, much like when I didn't like Blake Bortles' deal, where you're giving all the leverage back to the team. And, and instead of having the opportunity to hit the free agent market, you're giving them the opportunity to keep you under contract for cheaper than maybe what you could make. And they have all the control. If they want to trade you, they can trade you. If they want to cut you and not really face any consequences, they can cut you. And that, to me, is a bad deal. I, I think one-year deals aren't the worst thing in the world, especially if you're betting on yourself. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, there is uh, also another NFL story that's developing. It involves two players sort of going through similar situations. We'll tell you who that is next year on FSR. Hey, but that guy, I say, how the that guy over there is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. This is Knox time right here. <laughs> <laughs> now By the I'm way, done. Bobo tonight? Yeah. Jamming. What does that mean? I don't know. He's just vibing. He's, he's got some good stuff. Well, I... He's in the mood, man. He is, man. He's going, going to Hawaii he, next week. You weekend. know what that means. Bobo's going to be in Hawaii next weekend, which means he can listen to us on our great affiliate, Fox Sports 990, on the what's island the, of Oahu. Uh, I think I might. What's the beer you really like from there? Oh, a Kona, man. Bobo, yeah. please, if you, if you see a, a Kona Big Wave t-shirt or a Kona Brewing uh, Brewery t-shirt there, okay. Kona Brewing Company. Make sure you text me to remind yeah, me, Yeah, I want a t-shirt and... I want that thing to look like it's painted on my body. So you want a medium. Boba, have you been to Hawaii before? No, this is my first time, actually. So are you going to try, like, surfing and stuff? Isn't that, like, the thing to do when you go there? Uh, I'm going to go scuba diving. I know that for sure. Uh, I'm going to just do random stuff, man. Like, I'm going just to have fun. Good for you, Which Which island are you going to? Uh, Maui. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's not uh, Fox Sports 990. So That's not? What is (laughs) that? It's not. Um, I do not know. I'll be honest with you. I do not know. I just know that Fox Sports 990 is on the island of Oahu. That's all I know, man. So I'm going to look for it, and I'm going to try to call in and play right. Headliner Lies. <laughs> that's a good idea. Just be on my yeah. team, Bobo. Just be, yeah. be on my team if you do. Yeah, that's a good idea. Bobo after uh, two, three daiquiris. That's a good idea. <laughs> call in and play Headliner Lie. <laughs> yeah, this guy's behavior when he's sober during the show. Imagine with a couple of drinks in him. I have no – I am an upstanding citizen. Yeah. 
Classy guy. Uh, speaking of classy. HR loves me. Speaking of classy, you got to get to Hooters and try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many at Hooters. Stick uh, it here. <laughs> yeah, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. All right. So we were talking a little bit about the the contract of Richard Sherman, basically the hose job that he got from the 49ers. And just sort of all the layers to that and the discussion going on with that. Now, there's two other situations that are that are happening around the NFL. One of them that made some news on Saturday was Le'Veon Bell's situation with the Pittsburgh Steelers to where uh, the Steelers, according to uh, reports, and, and they kind of came out and spoke on this a little bit, but the Steelers have put contract talks with Le'Veon Bell on hold to, quote, focus on free agency and the draft. You buying that, Brady? Um. This is what I would make of that comment. Someone in Le'Veon Bell's department, maybe him himself or his agents, they are not picking up the phone. <laughs> That's, that is how this goes, ladies and gentlemen. When you have negotiations between players and the team, and this deadline is not coming for quite some time. It's, it's like, not until the summer. It's like when you fight about who broke up with you. You can't yeah. dump me. I dumped you. It's uh, well, yeah, or or it's just you kind of get ghosted, right? Like. You really like the person. You try calling him, texting him, nothing back in return. Uh, that's kind of how this works until you get to the deadline where you've got to sign a long-term deal. I believe that date's July 16th, something like that, off the top of my head. But um, th- the point is this. Typically, teams or whoever comes out and takes the initiative, that's the person who's more frustrated by the lack of communication. So they make it public. They make it known. And what they're trying to do now is push, put a little pressure, a little leverage on Le'Veon Bell and his representation. Because what do they have left? They have free agency. Isn't there a guy named Adrian Peterson who's still a free agent? Oh, yeah, he's still there. Yeah. So he's still floating around. You could float around and bring in a guy like that. There's the draft, which is obviously going to take place before. And if you're Pittsburgh, obviously you can't get Saquon Barkley. But at the spot in which you pick in the draft, maybe you start saying – you know, look, we took a, a running back in the draft last year, James Conner, local guy. But, yeah, maybe we want to we get one in the back end of the draft. Like, maybe we don't think this is going to work out long term, so we're already preparing for your exit. Like, maybe they go that route. So there's a bunch of different ways in which you can kind of all of a sudden put together your game plan if you're the team. And if you're the player, look, you can stick to your guns because ultimately they're not going to offer their best and final offer for a long-term deal until you get closer to that deadline. Deadlines do deals. Uh, I would love it if uh, Richard Sherman called up Le'Veon Bell and was like, hey, Le'Veon, Richard Sherman here, man. Hey, uh, listen, I'm not having to pay an agent. I just got my deal done. I'm thrilled with it. What do you say, man? Let me look over a couple of things. Let me represent you, man. I'll charge you half of what your other agent pays. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> Le'Veon, are you there? Hello? <laughs> like, are you out of your mind? I don't want to get hosed like you did. Um, yeah, it's it's the, the Le'Veon Bell stuff is, at some point, do you think he regrets not taking the deal that they hand him? Because didn't his agent, didn't Le'Veon Bell's agent tell him a year ago, take the deal, take, take what's on the well, table? I never heard that. All I heard was this, that somehow, right, right when he decided to report, um, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, leaked out that, yeah, they were going to pay him some contract uh, with an average annual salary of $12 million per year, which was good, right? Because that was what he was playing under in the tag last year. Now he's going to pay 
or he's going to play under a contract this year that'll be 20% on top of that. So now he's playing at like 13.9 million. And if if you're sitting there like doing the math on it, that's the floor of his negotiation because you're willing to pay me that this year and I'm in my prime. Why are you not willing to pay me that for another three or four years on a longer term deal and make some of that guaranteed? I think they'll eventually uh, come to an, an agreement as far as what they're going to you know do long term. I don't I don't see this being a thing where he's going to sit out or retire or whatever else he threatened. Uh, I also wouldn't be surprised though if Pittsburgh can draft a running back because there is that potential that either a he gets hurt or b they can't get something done. And now you need to have that running back that you've got in your back pocket. And this is a draft I think has has enough running backs uh, deep enough draft to be able to do that. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. The other situation is what's going on with Odell Beckham. Um, sort of an interesting offseason for Odell Beckham. There was some uh, some fight that was in a club, uh, you know, last week or the week before. Um, he was at Sterling Shepard's wedding, dancing, doing some sort of an odd dance. I can't even – I don't even know the name of it. I don't even try and pronounce it because I don't want to get fired. And then uh, he was on a bed somewhere, and it looked like uh, some woman on the bed was cutting up a rack of blow – uh, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do the. Uh, it was a white powdery substance. First of all, you're not. Uh, you're not pouring comet on a on a piece of glass and cutting <laughs> that up. Okay, that was blow. It was booger sugar. It was snot sand. Let's just be adults and call it what it was. So there was that video that came out that he was involved in. All this stuff is going on. He wants to get paid. He's looking for a long term deal. Here was John Mara, Giants owner, at the at a press conference that he held earlier. I'm tired of answering questions uh, about Odell's behavior and, you know, what the latest incident is. And um, I think he knows what we expect of him. And uh, now it's up to him. Okay. First reaction when you hear John Mara say that. It, it, it's an interesting tactic. For starters, I do feel like they're getting tired of that routine um, and having to talk about him, having to talk about the off-the-field antics, everything else. But he's, all, he's also in a contract negotiation, right? He's trying to get an extension, and he's looking somewhere in the ballpark for $20 million a year. It's a lot of money. And one of the most interesting things you can do to grab someone's attention, if you're a player, right, it's one thing to have your coach come out and say something publicly or maybe the general manager. But the owner, when the owner comes out and says something about you, like your ears perk up and you kind of get those, you know, like bumps in the back of your neck like, oh, shoot. Like you're being scolded because they, that's the guy who signs your checks. Like that's the guy where if, if for whatever reason you're not in his good graces, it doesn't matter. That is a multi, multi-millionaire or billionaire who will write the check to say bye-bye. So it's one of the more bigger threats or like leverage points that you can really push on if you're an organization to be able to get them to realize like, okay, you thought we were playing around before. No, now this is, this is the owner coming out. Like you've gotten his attention. And when that happens, it's, it's typically not a good thing because now those, all the things that you're doing off the field are going to come back against you in all your negotiations. So you say you want this, you say you want that. Well, you need to make some adjustments. You need to cut some other things out of your life. Otherwise, we might write in certain stipulations to your contract. There might be certain clauses in your contract where we limit your ability to earn a certain amount, or maybe we limit your guarantees because you have to prove it to us. You can be mature enough and conduct yourself in the way we would like. 
I mean, let's be honest. You know, the teams are the ones that hold all the leverage. They're the, one, they're the ones that have all the money. As good as Odell has been, and look, he has been phenomenal. It's great since he's broken into the league. Yeah. He averages as much yards as anyone ever, as far as yards per game. But he also has a little bit of baggage that comes along with him. Um, you think just with the new regime, I mean, they just traded away Jason Pierre-Paul, a guy who seemingly he had the incident on 4th of July, obviously, but, but was a good teammate, very well liked in the locker room and no real incidents or, or issues outside of that. And they swapped him out because they're trying to build something else. What, what do you think there's a possibility that they end up trading Odell Beckham? I don't, um, one, you're no, you know that he wants an extension, right? Yeah. And that, that, that deal is going to be huge. So I don't know any team that's going to want to have to like pay that much to a wide receiver and allocate that much money to a guy that, too, seems like he's, he's got some issues. He's been kind of a handful of times, even with that production. Okay, um, that, That's why I don't see it being really worthwhile. I think the team floats it out there just to gauge what kind of value they could get for him. Um, and, and that's another re- you know, thing is you can make a statement like that, and I'm sure John Mara's phone rang at some point with someone kind of inquiring or someone who maybe thought that he was untouchable and now they know that, well, I mean, nothing is untouchable. For the right offer, every player, every guy is potentially tradable. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, we are going to play over-unders. It's a hot, hot, hotly contested game that we play on the show every week that involves gambling. Do not miss it. That's coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports... The powerful Steve DeSager. <laughs> yes, very, very powerful. Two NFL <laughs> notes before we get to college basketball. The Browns signed quarterback Drew Stanton today. The Jets rescinded an offer to defensive tackle and Damakong Sue. The Rams and two others are still interested in signing him. Tennessee and New Orleans as well. To the NCAA tournament, top seed in the Midwest, Kansas beat Duke in overtime in the regional final, 85-81. Malik Newman, 32 points, including all 13 of the Jayhawks points in the OT. Top seed in the East, Villanova eliminated Texas Tech in a regional final, 71-59. In that one, the teams from three-point range were 9 for 44 combined. In the NBA, Cleveland won its fifth straight game. Indiana, an overtime win to clinch a playoff spot. So did Philadelphia. In the East, Boston won. Toronto lost. Raptors still three and a half games ahead of the Celtics for the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Houston in the West won its ninth straight game. Golden State lost badly at home. Golden State says there's no way Steph Curry with his sprained MCL will be back for the first round of the playoffs, which start in three weeks. NHL, Winnipeg won in a shootout. Boston won in overtime. Pittsburgh won in overtime. NASCAR's race was postponed to tomorrow on FS1 due to snow at Martinsville in Virginia. Martin Truex Jr. was given the poll based on points when qualifying was canceled yesterday. And at golf, Bubba Watson won the match play event, dominating Kevin Kisner in the final seven and six. Watson earlier in the day won his semifinal against Justin Thomas, who was therefore kept from taking over the number one ranking. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Right now, though, it's time for this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. And for that, we turn it over to executive producer Eric Roberts so that we can gamble our asses off. Eric, 
All right, guys, before we get into this week's edition of Over Under, we'll look back at last week's. You both have pushed again, back-to-back pushes. You both finished two and three this week. All right, buddies, oh, man. If you, if you could take a guess, one of Jonas's losses, would, did it come on the Suns, Suns pick? <laughs> Suns. Had to have. I, I hate not? the Suns, man. Yeah, no, it did. Yeah, it did. I Brady the took Suns. the over. Jonas took. Brady took the over. Jonas took the under on the margin of victory in the Suns at Cavs on Friday. We put the over under at fifteen and a half. They lost by twenty five. So, so me, so Brady and I both went. Brady and I both went two and three. We both went two. That's and the yep. worst week buddies, we've had man. In a yeah, hey, you know what though? Hey, but misery loves you and me, man. We're like uh, it's like backdraft. You go, we go. We're bowling axe, man. You and me, bowling axe. It's it's kind of interesting because you actually have been differing picks. Uh, like you know, you know, trying uh, dumping the trend of uh, you know only one or two, but you guys are actually actually differing and finding a way to get the same record. Why the hell is the Anaheim Ducks game on in this studio? Good Christ! Uh, who's, who's, who's who's got money on it? Whose Come idea on. was that, Eric? No, Bobo's Jesus. actually. Bobo's actually. Um, Does Bobo have money yeah, on hockey? No, I don't know if it's, he has yeah. money on, but wow. he he put the game on. Yeah. I do not have money on hockey. Yeah, I am a Kings fan. I just put it up because it was sports. Some more, uh, some more, <laughs> some, some more spending, some more spending cash in Hawaii next week. I'm just surprised yeah, that say, Live man. Bet Jesus didn't you, you know, ride that wave, aren't you, Bobo? Well, maybe he didn't. He just hasn't talked about it. I mean, he's coming back or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe he, uh, you know, is uh, paying close attention because he might have the over. <laughs> Maybe right. I don't. Want, I can't. I can't say that that's true, but that might be the case. Somebody you've never met. You surely know a lot about I, him. <laughs> look, he he speaks to me. All right, we have a we have a relationship, yeah, dialogue, said, yeah. open dialogue. All no, right, guys, she doesn't say that. Trust Here's, me. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get going for this week's edition of Over Under. So we're gonna start with the win total for the Warriors in the next week, guys. They hit a bit of an injury bug. Uh, Curry, Thompson, Iguodala. They're all off. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're they're a, a match. Yeah, unit, uh, I think know, I don't think any. Their starting five today was all pretty much bench players. So over under one and a half wins for the Warriors this week. Home games against the Pacers, the Bucks, and then a road game for against the Kings. Ooh, under. Under. I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna have some faith in the Golden State Warriors. Love and, it. And our friends listening on 95.7, the fan. All right, guys. Sticking with the Warriors, Curry was. It was announced that Curry's going to be out for at least the first round of the playoffs. Over under six and a half times we see Steph Curry's name on the Fox Sports Radio Twitter feed tomorrow. Ooh. I'll take. Okay, I'm going to go under because there's a lot of stories people are want to are going to want to get to. Um, we haven't even touched on the Michael Bennett story. I want to wait on that one before we call the guy a piece of garbage. Yeah, l- l- let's get all the facts. Yeah, right? I, I got to wait on that one. I mean, if it's true, what a scumbag. But oh. um, I, I think there's a lot of stuff that happened this weekend. The NBA, just not a whole lot of new, fresh storylines going on in the NBA. So I'm going to say under. How does that equate to the under then? Wouldn't you think they talk about it more and they tweet about it more? No. There's, what is there to talk about? Everybody's I injured. I mean, who who cares? This time Look, of the season, the I'm, NBA I'm sucks. taking the under for just the exact opposite. Because we're friends. It's, it's been talked about. <laughs> and tomorrow it'll be mentioned maybe a few times, but I can't see it dominating the news cycle. And you, you took the under because we're bowling axe, man. You go, we go. Yeah, you're still sticking with that. <laughs> All right, guys. This okay, week's Siegfried and Roy. Take your pick. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting until that came along. I was actually picturing more like Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley in that Chippendales routine <laughs> okay. they did in the best of Chris yeah. Farley on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that too. That works. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. This week's Suns pick. Here it is. 
Margin on. of victory, Suns at Rockets, over under 19 and a half. I can't do this anymore, man. Like This is a loss every time. <laughs> this Every single time, there's, oh, there's a landmine on this I'm going to take thing. the under. I'm okay, taking the under there. At Houston? At Houston, yeah. 19 and a half. You know, F the Suns. Give me the over. It's so funny because every week that you'll be like, no, I have faith in them, and they screw you. Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm done with that. Screw them. Okay. They need a spanking. <laughs> give me the uh, give me the over of 19 and a half. They're gonna get blown out by Houston. Mike D'Antoni on the road too. Did they ever play a home game? Have we ever bet on them on a home game? Yeah, you just don't know their home because nobody's there. <laughs> Baseball's back, guys. So I had to I had to sneak in a Dodgers pick. Okay. <sighs> over under two and a half runs allowed by Clayton Kershaw. Against the Giants on Thursday opening day. I don't. <laughs> is, 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 does, who, is, who gives is there, a rip? Who, is that an option? Indi- indifferent. <laughs> we pick indifferent. Yeah, just let's. Pass. You know what? Hey Brady, you want to be defiant? Yeah. Let's just not. Let's just choose yeah. not to. We only not have to pick four. This. We only have four picks. Yeah. for This week we, because you went baseball. We Robert. will not. We will not participate because again, he's bull. I'm axe or vice versa or Siegfried and Roy. Guys. And, uh, and we refuse to make a pick in this. I'll take the under. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also gonna take the under. Okay, guys. Um, final one. This week's edition of over on un- un- under. Um, I'm finding a cold. Okay, Bobo. Um, over under twenty five and a half. Time Sister Jean is shown on the telecast in the final four games between Loyola and Michigan. Oh God! Okay, who's keeping score? Of this? I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll keep, keep score. I'll, I'll I'll be watching the game. So I, I want you Dude, to. Be, are you gonna watch the game yes. with drinking a pitcher of water? I know. Are you not gonna have a few beers? <laughs> okay, hold are you on. Kidding me? Here's. I want you to think about what you've just committed to. Okay, because okay. you're in a you're in a a long term relationship, correct? Yes. Okay. How long have you and your girlfriend been together, Eric? Rogers? Um, a very long time. Okay. So she's going to walk in and say, what are you doing? And you're going to say, I got to see how many times they show this 98-year-old woman. There are no female listeners. I've seen just, the ratings. Just, just think about what that's going to do to your relationship to where she thinks you're fooling around on her with a woman who's two years away from the century mark. Okay? <laughs> just think about that. Like you can use gene fever, man. I, I, I was actually thinking the other way. Like she might just look down on you for having to do that. Like, <laughs> so what's, what's that like, tally? What's that? Uh, you're that exactly. tally mark. Like, yeah. really? I can't That's part of your job. Like, I, like, I don't want to talk to you. Anymore. I, I can't believe you're committing to that, but I, I, I respect the dedication and the commitment to the show. Uh, tell me about it. O'Sullivan. I, I respect the dedication and the commitment <laughs> to the show. And because of that, I'll take the over. I'm taking the under. There's no <laughs> chance. Especially, here's the thing. Michigan's a much better team. She's the storyline more than the team now. Like, they're going to be cutting no, to her after every every, every made three, guess, every big dunk. Look, Eric's rude for you this pick, by the way, Jonas. I'm, just, I'm just surprised you were that set on the on the under. Because of this. I think Michigan's going to blow them out. I think Michigan's going to beat him handily. So what's the storyline there? There's a much better storyline. We haven't even talked about it tonight. Jonas and I were texting back. Yeah, Austin Hatch, it. man. A, a thousand times better story. No offense to Sister Jean in Loyola, Chicago. If you don't know who Austin, Austin Hatch is, like, I mean, literally, Google. It, it's it's uh, Austin Hatch. Um, we should Because it's, it's a uh, – but th- those are the picks. It's uh, over-unders this week. But we should probably – so here's the story on Austin Hatch. He was – um, when he was eight years old, Austin Hatch was in a plane crash. His dad was flying a plane, yeah. and he was in this plane crash at, at eight years old, just a you know, young kid. At eight years old, 
this plane crash happens in 2003. His dad was flying the family. There was engine failure, uh, but some conflicting reports on that. His mom, his sister, and uh, the music probably pot this down for uh, for this story. Don't need to uh, definitely not don't need breakdance music for this story. I can I can assure you the way it ends. Uh, the mom, the sister, and the brother all died. 2003. His dad gets married in 2005. They have a new family. Uh, Austin survives the plane crash. Then in 2011, a week Austin and his dad survived that plane crash. 2011, a week and a half after Austin signs on to go to Michigan, his dad is flying his new wife and Austin, and they crash again. The dad and the mom died, and Austin was in a coma for a long time, yeah. never to really ever play the type of basketball he was capable of because of all the injuries. And he's still with the Michigan Wolverines. But that two crashes killed his entire family. He survived both of them in an eight-year stretch. Unbelievable. It's an incredible story, his perseverance. I actually, when I was rehabbing my back, he was at Exos in Southern California. I was there around him a little bit. Just an incredibly inspirational young man. Um, his work ethic, trying to kind of just learn his motor skills. It's crazy. And get man. all that back. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It really is. Like So if you, if you think about... Like a lot of people complain about how how tough things are, or what's really difficult, or what's really hard. Like that's difficult. That that's real life. I mean, yeah. to have to deal with that not once but twice. That's just just a, a terrible story. And he's just recently gotten engaged, uh, from my understanding, and and you know trying to go on and, and live a normal life. But that's just a, just a terrible situation. So when you see Michigan, if you're needing something to root for, um, Austin Hatch is a great story. So. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, this might be the uh, the dumbest move in the history of the NFL. All right, find out what we're talking about next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, do want to let you know that Arnie Spanier and Chris Plank are coming up ten minutes from now here on FSR. So uh, stick around. Arnie Spanier, Chris Plank will be here. Uh, also, we've got great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. I do need to get uh, some information from Brady Quinn here. Um, Brady also released his mock draft version 2.0. That'll be up on the podcast coming up tomorrow morning. It is the, the most accurate mock draft up until this point. All right, the most accurate mock draft up until this point, Brady Quinn's explosive mock draft version 2.0. I thought you did a hell of a job. Thank you. Hell of a I, job. I try. I try. Let's just hope again we get another trade and it's uh, dead on accurate like, yeah. it's, uh, like it's been so far. That's what he did. First time around, he projected the Jets were going to trade into the top three. He called it weeks before it happened, and, and lo and behold, there we are. Like, who needs Mrs. Cleo when you got Mr. Quinn? You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Um, I got to ask you about your buddy, Duran Harmon. The uh, the uh, safety for the New England Patriots. Just what, curious what your buddy Duran Harmon was doing when he got popped uh, trying to enter Costa Rica uh, with the following: fifty-eight grams of marijuana inside a can of iced tea, three pipes <laughs> with cannabis oil, a THC candy, and four glass containers with compressed marijuana that weighed 4.3 grams, according to various reports, including that one from Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. What was your guy, Deron Harmon, trying to do, Brady? Uh, I think they call the phrase (laughs) 
when you uh, bring sand to the beach? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you not think you weren't going to be able to get some of those things with where you're going? It's like bringing your girlfriend to Vegas. What a dumb idea. I, I just, my, first off, they have great places to eat and great shows. <laughs> yeah, I, I, know. I don't know what's wrong with it's that. It's just not with her. Spas. Um, no, in, in all seriousness, think about the logic of that. If you are taking all of those things to another country, <laughs> but an idiot. you're essentially agreeing that you're going to do them there, right? Or they can be done there, yeah. right? So if that's the case, why wouldn't you just buy them there? Well, like, if you want to do that, why wouldn't you just then go buy them in that country? Why would you try to bring them across customs? It's so stupid. Can be- See, I, what I think he was trying to do is I think he was going to try and sell it all. And I think he was going to try and play the whole, this is from the States. So you're on vacation and you're going to all of a sudden moonlight as a drug dealer in a different country? Man, we've seen Seems it like happen before. Who was, uh, Sam, was it Sam Hurd, uh, the former cowboy and former bear, who, who basically turned into uh, El Chapo before everybody's eyes? Like, nobody had any idea he was that, some, that was some an extreme example of a player who clearly. I can't believe I remembered his name. That that would that's really the whole point. Uh, that should be the moral of the story. Just remember the name and then embellish the story, and it'll make it sound accurate. That should be well, the moral of the story for young yeah, broadcasters out there. It's part of it. But, um, but I, I think he was going. To, I think he was trying to sell it, man. Like it doesn't make you, to your to your point. It doesn't make sense when you can well, get that stuff over there. Why would you bring it? Well, he could have been the guy that was bringing it for everyone else. Uh, so okay. maybe he was bringing in you know a big amount. Because he was meeting some other buddies, and he was the guy that was designated to. Maybe, maybe he was the fall guy. Well, uh, <laughs> he, was the, he was the fall guy to bring all of it. Yeah, y- y'all got some weed. Y'all got some weed. Gonna need a fall guy. So he, uh, <laughs> all right. So he brings all this stuff. Uh, he gets, he gets popped to Costa Rica. Uh, how do you think this plays out in New England? Gonna get cut. Well, not only do you have to worry about New England, where there's the potential of getting cut, but yeah. really the NFL. You know, how, how are they going to go about punishing this? You know, in an era where players are trying to get more lax policies on, on marijuana in general, in particular medicinal marijuana, right? But then you have these sorts of actions that kind of kind of cloud the judgment. Even though it's only one guy and it's very different from medicinal marijuana and, and those uses, they still kind of group it all together. So that's the unfortunate part. It's not just New England. It's the NFL, too. Um and I just wonder how soon until somebody turns it into, oh, another example of the Patriots falling apart. Another example of it. See, it's all, the wheels are coming off. This is another example. It's unbelievable. You know what's even more unbelievable than that, Brady? Coin? What is that? That we, our show got moved an hour later and that Urban Meyer thought you were black. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 